WDUM, the dumbest station in town. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the WDUM. My name is Buddy, and I am your host. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a break from the new stuff that's been on the show, and we're going to actually take a look backwards. Over the past year, listeners have noted that Sydney has uh, been a major part of the show. She's she's on at least one episode a month, it seems like, and we've really been following her story. She she told us about when she got engaged. She's told us about several of her insane life events that have happened. Many of you may not know who she is or if you're a new listener or you just missed those episodes and haven't gone back to listen to them. So this episode is going to serve as something of a retrospective about Sydney. Uh, we met Sydney when we were making some calls one night. We called a random pet store in Alabama. Sydney happened to be working there and answered the phone. Sam was trying to trade some gerbils for goldfish or something. And there was just something about Sydney that, that really stuck out to Sam and I. And uh, we were messaging, messaging each other behind the scenes while we were talking to her, and she had a pretty bad interaction with her boss when she was asking uh, for some help. He was kind of a dick to her. His name is Les Paul. Come to find out in later episodes, Sydney has come to Les Paul's defense. She calls him a friend and said he's actually not that big of a dick. He just kind of gets his nose out of place sometimes. So in the canon of WDUM, Les Paul is not a bad guy anymore. Sam and I decided that. So something struck us about Sydney from that phone call, and uh, Sam and I invited her to come back on the WDUM when she's not at work so we could talk to her a little bit about her career. She sounded like a really interesting person. She has a lot of animals and a lot of talents, and to be honest, she's just been a complete natural. So in this episode, we're going to kind of go back and look at Sydney's appearances here on the WDUM, go back and listen to those, and then Sam and I will add some extra commentary to maybe explain a little more what's going on. As you know, Sydney also announced on the WDUM that she was getting married to her fiancé, Joe. They invited Sam and I to go to the wedding in Alabama. So let's throw to Sydney's first appearance on the show. This is when we called the pet store that Sydney works at. We got to hear from Sydney and we got to hear from Les Paul. So keep those two names in mind because uh, obviously Sydney comes back again, but so does Les Paul later in uh, Sydney's appearances. Enjoy. Hi, thank you for calling with Pet World. Hi, do you guys sell goldfish? Goldfish? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, how much do you sell them for? Uh, let me go ask because we have a bunch of different kinds. Are you looking for uh, like a regular goldfish just, or like random? Just, just, yeah, just a regular run-of-the-mill goldfish. Um, I'm just looking to get um, my son um, a goldfish for a, as a late Christmas present. Okay, let me ask. I'll get back with you in just a second. Okay. Uh, how much are the regular goldfish? So, like, he just it wants a dollar and goes all the way up to a hundred dollars in the store right now. That's our goldfish price right there. From one dollar to hundred. He just wants like the regular, like the regular size, you know, just some for for a late Christmas present. Um, we do a dozen feeders that are one inch for um six ninety nine. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, we have our prices can go from a dollar to a hundred dollars. It all just depends on the size. We have we can do a dozen feeders for 
or six ninety nine, which are you know the small ones. Okay, um, so here's the thing. Um, I, uh, I I was going to buy just like one or two of like the cheaper ones, but um, you know, I, I, after Christmas when I maxed out all my credit cards, um, so I was wondering if um, we could do some some haggling or some bartering because uh, I'm actually a guinea pig breeder. I was hoping to maybe uh, maybe we could do a do a swap for some right, goldfish uh, for guinea pigs. Okay, I am actually gonna go give the phone to someone a little more experienced. Sure. Because <laughs> I couldn't answer that question for you. Give me just one second. Sure. Okay, he was asking, he's a guinea pig breeder, and he was going to ask if he could, like, trade some guinea pigs. You want to just talk to him? Six, eight, no, you got to learn, because you're going to be working next weekend, because Richard can't. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you wanted your foot in the door, right? Yes, sir. Richard cannot come get me Saturday or Sunday next week. He's going to be out of town for New Year's. So I'm going to suggest you the step. You have to remember your number right. Okay. So, six to eight weeks, they have to be. Okay, the guinea pigs have to be six to eight weeks. Um, it, it, I could, it, man, dude, ha, have you been there for long? Cause that your, your boss, your future boss kind of sounds, kind of sounds like a dick. Yeah. I have not been here this long. Uh, and you can, uh, you can just get a better job elsewhere, you know? Yes, sir. Um, cause I mean, like I, I heard the way he was talking to you. It's just like, you know, you, you, you gotta learn, you gotta learn. Yeah. yeah. Just like, ugh, made me sick to my stomach. Um, maybe I'll take my guinea pigs elsewhere if that's how they, they're going to treat their uh, employees. Yes, sir. Um. So he, he used so. Uh, no, sorry, not to put that on you. Uh, I know that he no, kind of did. I know, I know he did kind of did the. Uh, no, you got to learn. Me, 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 me. But um, would you guys? Uh, uh, he he just uh, didn't really give you a straight answer at all. Um, but do you guys uh? Are you guys interested in, in bartering for for guinea pigs, or is he going to be, you know, too too shitty to his his employees? Um, I I I think he's interested because he didn't say no. He just said they have to be a certain size and age. But I, I like I said, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah. I know I know they trade they trade in animals all the time because we're up here right now, uh, trading in some of our fish. So I know they do it. I just don't know, like, if they're going to do fish. Gotcha. I mean, he just said, he just said that they just had to be a certain size and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I only work with uh, uh, people who treat their uh, employees well, don't, don't have a snarky attitude. But actually, um, a quick question. Uh, I know it's kind of random. Have you ever done any podcasting before? Podcasting? Yeah. No, sir, but I listen to them. Would you be interested in joining one? Joining a podcast? Well, I have another job. So what was, what was... How about I give you my phone number and we'll talk over that because this is the work phone. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for you. Okay, 205. 205-603-7150. Five zero and are, are you like okay and and it's, it's hard for me to tell your age we're only working with like you know adults or whatever like oh how, i'm 21 <laughs> okay okay 
good. I didn't want to be, uh, uh, you know, I'd be in trouble if I was uh, talking to a 14 year old or whatever. And I didn't want to. <laughs> no, sir. I'm 21. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. Cause you have a, you have a pretty solid voice and I'll, t- I'll to be honest, um, we're, um, we were, we we're, we're, we're doing, we're a prank phone call podcast. Um, so we were just trying to, just trying to get a, you know, just, just trying to poke at your ribs with, a trading guinea pigs for fish but if you want to stand but if you want to join us and do some um prank calls with other people that'd be good um but in all seriousness um your your boss does sound kind of like a dick and i'd recommend getting a different job i'm not even messing with you at this point it just i I heard his tone whatever and i I didn't like that yes sir um just i gave you my phone number i will text you when i'm not busy so yeah, give well, me a text well, and leave me your name and your number. That way I know who you are and I will answer okay. you back when I get a chance. Okay, my name is Sam. Um, it sounds you can't answer right now because uh, it, it it would be coming in as an all unknown caller. Okay, that's fine. Um, oh, there he comes. Here he comes again with his uh. Ugh. Sorry, I, I gotta I gotta hang up before I throw up listening to his voice, but um. I'm going to uh we'll we'll, we'll reach out uh later um yes, sir. if you're interested. Cuz okay, thanks for being a good sport and being cool with that with everything. Thank you. You oh, have wait, a what's nice your day. What's your name? I'm Sydney. Sydney, good to meet you, Sydney. Good to meet you. All right. We'll talk later. Well, all right, bye-bye. All right, bye. So the connection was made, the chemistry was there right from the get-go. Sam and I invited Sydney to join the WDUM, and she'd make her first appearance uh, about one or two weeks later. Let's hear that first official appearance on the WDUM. In this appearance, she also made one of my favorite crank calls that she's ever done, and she's done some very good ones with us. She's never done one before, before this, uh, officially at least. Uh, she made a call about anal glands, and it's actually one of my favorite premises and calls in the entirety of the WDUM. Ironically, Sydney is also involved with my favorite call we've ever done in the WDUM, but we will get to that later. Let's express some anal glands. All right, and we're back on WDUM. How you doing, Sam Walker? Buddy, I'm doing really well. How about you? Not too bad. On the line, we've got a caller. Sam, why don't you explain this caller? Uh, introduce her to us. Yeah, so we have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Sydney. Um, Hi, guys. Yeah, that's that's her. What's going on, uh, Sydney? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. Thanks for asking. Did um, you have to work today? I did. Not fun. <laughs> was this at the um, so so to fill in the uh, the listeners? Um, Sydney was a guest from the uh, was uh, a prank phone call victim. We were calling pet stores, asking them if we could uh, if they would barter for some of their inventory for trained guinea pigs. Um, and Sydney mm-hmm. was lucky enough to answer the phone call, and uh, she had a her, her boss was a bit of a dick. Um, Sydney, what can you tell us about this guy? He's definitely a personality, but he's not too bad once you get to know him. I'm <laughs> yeah, like an acquired taste. So how long have but, you uh, how long have you worked there? 
I actually don't. I kind of volunteer there oh, on the weekends. Right. I actually work a different job. No, it's okay. Um, I've been going to that place since I was little, but I just started working there. Well, I don't really work there, but I started going in regularly like within the last two months, so it's fairly new. So uh, I know when we were talking on uh, on the phone yesterday, you said, or not yesterday, a few days ago, you said you listen to a lot of podcasts. Where are some of the podcasts you like to listen to right now? Um, I like the Bailey Sarian one, the the Dark History. Oh, cool! What's that about? Uh, the Dark History. <laughs> um, okay. She does normally. She does her like makeup while she talks about a true crime but sometimes she'll do the um just a video where she's talking about things that are messed up in the past wow that, that's interesting <laughs> that it, it's crazy how specific you can find a podcast for like however specific your likes are yeah it's weird there's one for everything like people <laughs> that prank call pet stores yeah, see, <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> what made you want, want to volunteer at a pet store? I've always loved animals. I have been an animal lover since I came out the womb. And <laughs> I have a bunch of my own. So, I mean, why not volunteer at a pet store? <laughs> what's the, what's the, uh, what's, what's, or some of the pets you got? Oh, I got a iguana. I have two turtles. We got two parakeets. We have oh. a bunch of fish. What kind of turtles? They're box turtles. Oh, awesome. My favorite animal. Yeah, they're awesome. So is that something that you want to make a career out of? Do you want to be like a vet or something? Uh, I did when I was younger, but I also worked at a vet clinic since I was 13 up until I was like 19. Okay. So I kind of been there, done that. <laughs> But what wow. what's an what is an overrated animal in your opinion? An overrated animal? Oh lord! Uh, labradoodles, any kind of doodle, anything, any dog wow. makes the poodle. Guess what? <laughs> I have a I own a labradoodle. <laughs> Fighting words. I have a, a labradoodle and two puggles. Oh, puggles! Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, labradoodles are cool, but. Not a, they don't live up to the hype. <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, they they suck. They're insane. Yeah, <laughs> working yeah. at a vet clinic and my mom being a mobile dog groomer, I kind of got a handful of doodles. <laughs> yeah, my uh, <laughs> my girlfriend is a uh, uh, was a dog groomer for a long time, and she said labradoodles were the worst. One yeah, of the worst. They are. <laughs> Huskies just, are terrible too. Yeah, Huskies are some wild dogs right there. I just remembered about your uh, Labradoodle buddy, the um, in the the cross-eyed. Yes, uh, he's cross-eyed. Like, look. And I would have made fun of him because one time he ran into a pole, but uh, <laughs> I, I I did the same thing to the same pole. Not a few <laughs> weeks back. So uh, did you uh, get a chance to listen to any of the episodes of our show? I listened to the uh, the one where you ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I showed uh, that one to my brother, and he liked it. He subscribed. Oh, cool! Thank really? Oh, so he yeah. he was subscriber number three. I was gonna look that up. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I was showing him that today. Oh, that's cool, buddy. Um, are you ready to do um? Do you want to do some mailbag segments, or do you want to have do you have more questions for Sydney? 
Uh, no, I think uh, the mailbag's pretty full. We should probably start getting ready to empty it. Do you want me to uh, yeah. start things off? Yeah, it's, it's time to appease the mailbag. <laughs> uh, this is from Thaddeus. Ancient Roman lessons still hold true. The ancient <laughs> Romans are one of history's most influential empires, and to this day, the lessons and teachings of the ancient Romans still ring as true as they did back in the day. Just, to th just think, the Caesar salad is still offered at almost every restaurant in 2021, and there's no sign of it slowing down now. So here's to the Caesar salad, and here's to the ancient Romans showing us that just because you did something yesterday, it doesn't mean you... It, that doesn't mean that it doesn't mean anything today. I don't know what the fuck that means. You know, that's if it wasn't for the <laughs> Thanks, Caesar salad, is. I would have. Yeah, <clears throat> if it wasn't for the Caesar salad, I would have totally forgotten that the Romans even existed. To be honest, you know, <laughs> that's just uh, like you know what else? What else do those guys really do? You know, I know. <laughs> any uh, and and any input on that one, Sydney, on on the Romans? Uh, the last thing I remember about the Romans is when I did a, a Caesar, like, play kind of thing in drama class in high school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember um, we did something like that, too. They've got Caesar plays, too? Yeah, we did, like, a little high school play on the, uh, on Caesar. Huh. I don't, uh, buddy, do you know anything about this, about what, what Caesar is? Is that, like, a... Is that like a theme, or is that a Caesar that? the uh, the person? He was a person. The Rome, like the Roman uh, emperor. I, don't know. I was asleep in history. Yeah, emperor. Oh, he was, he was <laughs> a oh, it was a person. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, Caesar. Yeah. He was. A, it was like a big thing. Like notorious. He was, he was, he was a big deal. He was like the big Caesar. shot. Yeah, was he, he was like notorious victim like, of of betrayal. Yeah, the, uh, when Brutus like stabbed him, he's like, "A two, Brute." Yeah, Brutus the barber, beefcake. Yep. <laughs> was uh, was was Caesar like the the cool hotshot? Was he like the high school quarterback doing like finger guns, being like, "Hey, right back I, at you," you know? I don't think anybody really liked him that much. No. I'm trying to think back to high school. Like that was. No, at the end they they didn't seem to. Yeah, I mean they stabbed him for a reason. <laughs> Sam, you got the next one, or you want me to do another one? <laughs> I got, I got another one. Let's see. Uh, okay. okay. Hey, buddy. Um, this is from anonymous. <clears throat> I had a very depressing realization yesterday. I came home after a grueling, long work week. I felt absolutely miserable and dead inside. I turned on the TV and went to the kitchen to make a meager sandwich. When suddenly, I opened up the pickle jar and felt a spark. It was satisfying to open the pickle jar, and I felt some sense of life briefly return to me. It was in that moment that I had the crushing realization that opening up that pickle jar was the most fun I've had all week. I started crying in my nearly empty apartment when I realized that it might have actually been the most fun I've had all year. My question for you is this. What kind of haircut should I get to liven things up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mullet, you think? Yeah, I uh, liven things up. That's right. Party in the back, business in the front. Right. And I, I can't think of anything. Like, I don't want to give any more advice than that because you know it sounds like I, I, <laughs> I don't know if, uh, if if this guy. Maybe that's all that is missing from this guy's life. Maybe everything else will 
fall into fall place, into after, place this, after that. Yeah, after that, yeah. yeah. Ever since the the pandemic, I, I just started getting my haircuts at home, so my hair is just like one length at all times. <laughs> all right, you want me to do the next one? Yeah, please. All right, this one. This is life in the fast lane. Buddy, I'm a young woman currently employed at a car wash where I work after school and on weekends to save up for my big senior year abroad. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. <laughs> like, I know, I know she wouldn't write in to tell me that she had a great trip or anything. And <laughs> Yeah. It was a wild and wet summer at the car wash, and I made a ton of money in tips. Last week, it was my turn to stay late after closing and clean the floors of the indoor car wash. Unfortunately, our heating components had broken, and it was quite cold in the car wash. The power went went out due to a strong gust of wind outside, and when it came back on, the car wash started. I was sucked into the car. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, I was sucked into the car wash, scrubbed and rinsed. <laughs> scrubbed and rinsed. Oh, that's terrible. God. I'm, I'm uh, laughing at something else. I'm, I'm watching some stand-up right now on Netflix. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm happy that she's okay. She was good. Well, she's well enough to type, type this letter out and mail it. I was sucked into the car wash, scrubbed and rinsed, sent through the ringers and blown dry. My co-workers found me the next morning encased in a thin layer of ice at the exit of the car wash. I just hope my parents don't find out. Sabrina the teenage bitch. Tough day at the office, Sabrina. <laughs> you know, I like to think that the that we're like the first people that they reached out to after these things happened to them. You know, yeah, I'm glad she. Yeah. I'm glad she feels like she can tell us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, Sydney, any any words of wisdom for that? Because I'm, I'm I've got nothing. <laughs> I have no idea what to say. I mean, I'm glad I found her. She didn't freeze. Well, she almost froze to death. Yeah, she. Um, now it sounds like she's a trooper. So, so yeah, good for she's got this. She a bad bitch. She a bad bitch. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she must be if she uh, survived being like sent through. A... <clears throat> can like can you imagine going through that? Like all I can see is her hugging the big spinning thing, going around and around. <laughs> I'm picturing like the the fucking Han Solo frozen in carbonite. How <laughs> <laughs> did she survive? <laughs> Right. Uh, good, good, good for her. I'm yeah. glad that good, good for Sabrina. Yeah, thanks, Sabrina. Yeah, that was a great letter, Sabrina. Um, I want to, I want to talk to her sometime. Yeah, you um, come on the show anytime, Sabrina. She's, she's, yeah. she's, uh, she's, uh, Sabrina's written a letter to us before. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. I got the other one. Uh, another one. This one's. Let's see. Uh, dear buddy, how can I legally touch as many people as possible? Uh, P.S. Mm-hmm. I don't mean sexually. Tom mm-hmm. Anson. Uh, um, free hugs. What's that? <laughs> free hugs. Free hugs. Okay. That's. Mm-hmm. You could get That's a job at the TSA. 
Oh, perfect. <clears throat> yeah, you're, oh, those, yeah, those guys are professional. Those guys are professional people touchers. Uh, but I, I <laughs> usually though that that's usually a disqualifying <laughs> remark if you bring that up mm. this early in proceedings. That should be like one of the last things you want to do on the job. No, I can't wait to back I mean, people down. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty bold of him to put his first and last name um, on there. No, I'm I'm gonna go go out there. I, I don't think this guy would give us a pen name. This this sounds unfortunately very authentic and honest. Mm -hmm. Sydney, do you like going to concerts? Going to concerts? Yes, I love concerts. So, the, as as a as a, a man going into a concert, uh. When we get checked, like the you know by the security when we're walking in, it's a pretty good check usually. And like they're, they're every orifice, like check <laughs> your guys' the purses. I've always wondered how, how much leeway do you have? Do, do you have to empty the whole thing out? Is the whole thing <laughs> fr fair game? How much can they look at? Oh <laughs> Like when you like does when it you, does it vary a bit or like the last time you went to a concert when you had your purse how did they screen it? Uh, the last time I went to a concert was for Young Gravy and all they did was just run a metal detector <laughs> over me. <laughs> what is it? What is it called? <laughs> Buddy, what do you think about Young Gravy? Is that, a, that's is a, that, that actually a band? It, he's a. <laughs> He's like a comedy rapper. He's actually he actually exists. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's legit. He, he's right. too, too legit to to quit. <laughs> All right. Oh, this guy actually looks really funny. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> he first gained recognition in 2017 when his songs "Mr. Clean" and "One Thought, Two Thought, Red Thought, Blue Thought" gained traction on SoundCloud. Oh, dude, good for him. I you know I got some homework to do. I got to. Gotta check this guy out. Yeah, maybe we'll <laughs> play a little bit of it. Um, yeah. yeah. But he's, that, he, he's new to you, too, right? Is that... Yeah, no, I don't know that is. We're too old. That's what that means. You ready for the next one? Yes, please. And then we'll hit the phone lines. All right. Um, and then, actually, there's I have two more letters if you want me to do both. Yeah, sure. All right. Buddy. I am a family member of one of your most loyal listeners and occasional callers to the show, Mr. Mitsubishi. Oh. <laughs> what? You, li you listening, okay. Sam? Whoops. Yep. <laughs> it is my unfortunate duty to inform. So, uh, Sydney, Mr. Mitsubishi was this guy that called into, uh, uh, if you listen to episode 42, I think it is, uh, I interviewed the singer of a local band. Where we're from, oh. and uh, yeah, this guy, Mr. Mitsubishi, called in, and uh, yeah, so uh, this is about him, I guess. It is my unfortunate <laughs> duty to inform you and the entire listening audience of the WDUM. <laughs> it's not funny, buddy. This sounds serious. <laughs> All right. It is my unfortunate duty to inform you and the entire listening audience of the WDUM that Mr. Mitsubishi is missing. Oh, man. Oh shit! Oh that man, good. Uh, we we last saw him the night he called into your program and spoke to the lead singer of the rock and roll band Vague Perception. And yeah, 
Yeah, like I was just saying. If you know if you know Mr. Mr. Mitsubishi like we do, you know he takes invitations to play music very seriously. Once Bomber invited Mr. Mitsubishi to come play for his new band, he packed up his guitar and got into his car and left. We haven't heard from him in weeks. Please let us know if you hear anything. The Mitsubishis. Man, you know, buddy, this is just such a massive blow to the Asian American communities, and, uh, you know, that's just... I, 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 I'm speechless. If he's gone, if, if he's gone forever, and I, I, I just have to hope and pray, and if anybody, yeah. if anybody sees him. Alright, uh, I got, I got one more here, Sam, if you want me to hit that. Yes, yes, please. Alright. Alright, Sydney, did you have anything uh, more to add on the, uh, Mr. Mitsubishi situation hey, kind of okay like yeah i didn't really know him but that's terrible for like anybody to be missing i wonder if yeah. he like ran away like, <laughs> <laughs> buddy buddy he's he's missing it's not funny he's missing could be very serious <laughs> he's uh, oh, man you know, right. Bomber, Bomber, I hope Bomber doesn't hear this and feel terrible like he was, like, directly responsible for, for that, you know? Yeah, I mean, that seems to... But Mr. Mitsubishi is responsible for his own decisions. He didn't have to go. Yeah. He is a yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mr. Mitsubishi, I hope uh, if you're listening out there, you always called into the show. Uh, I hope you're safe, man. Hope to hear from you soon. Yeah. Well, well, um, hey, hey, Scooter, can we, uh, can we get, um, a search party out? Yeah, let's, uh, get our guys on that, Scooter. All right, Sam, you ready for the next one, uh, Sydney? Yes, please. All right, here's the last letter in the mailbag. Sam Walker. All right, addressed to you, Sam. During your time as mayor... I was a senior in high school, and I had the misfortune of serving as valedictorian for the last graduation ceremony you oversaw. Uh-oh. Uh, Sydney, did you know he was uh, formerly a mayor? Who? Me? You? Really? Yeah. I didn't I tell you no that? I have no idea. No. Yeah. Oh. Uh, cool. That just kind of just slipped my mind, I guess. Um, yeah, I was... Uh, you know, I was, uh, I mean, ask, ask anyone, including Buddy, I was, I was pretty, um, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I think I was pretty good at it. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely have said that before. Yeah, I, I will, and I will say it again. Uh, the, the letter continues. The rest of the student body and I found it strange when the venue was changed from the, from the palace at Blunder Hills to an abandoned city building that had no running water or air conditioning. In fact, the rumor of the day was that the electricity had to be turned on manually only hours before commencement. As class valedictorian, I was tasked with writing a speech that my fellow students would remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's crazy. Have, have any of you guys ever had to do a speech? Mm-mm. Oh, plenty. You know, I mean, I just have, uh, but I mean, you know, it was one of those things where, like, I just had my, my you know, speech writer just be like, yeah, just, just... Just use the same one from last time, I guess. The, the, people like that one. Just a good old copy-paste. We'll just replace the um, place some of the names and the... Uh, what's, this, what's this guy's point? You are the uh, king of the copy and paste. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, as class valedictorian, I was cl tasked with writing a speech that my fellow students would remember for the rest of their lives. I have terrible social anxiety, and I hate public speaking. It's nearly impossible for me to go unless another one of my peers goes first. That may sound like a strange point to make, but remember it for later. Okay. So remember okay. that he uh, dislikes public speaking, he or she. I gotcha. toiled over the speech for weeks and had my favorite English teacher, Mr. Castarelli, proofread it for me. Days before, I was finally comfortable with what I felt was the perfect speech. Uh, my chance to offer some advice to friends that I had known since we were drinking juice boxes on the playground in first grade. As I got my cap and gown ready at my parents' house before graduation, I looked myself in the mirror and I can so clearly remember that it was the last time I felt proud of myself. Uh-oh. Do you have any recollection of this, Sam? I'm just thinking, like, all these people that, uh, from high school that apparently... I've, I've somehow wronged or whatever. Um, I just, again, drawn a t big total blank. I was um, excited to sit on the stage with blunder dignitaries and faculty members adorned in robes of our school's colors. Yeah, yep. remember that when you graduated high school? Mm. However, a stage sat vacant. However, a seat sat vacant. The mayor's. I had previously been reassured that the mayor would begin the ceremony by making a speech and then he would send it over to our class secretary who would present the class gift of a 16-ton raccoon trap <laughs> who, would, who would present the class gift of a 16-ton raccoon trap for the outer perimeter of the school. We were informed that the mayor was hungover. Ooh, is that true, Sam? I mean, that's, that's happened a couple of times. This guy's going to have to be... More specific. Nah. I mean, if I kept track of all the times that, like, you know, of all the school speeches I was invited to and all the ones that, like, I called out on, you know, I mean, like, as as mayor, let me remind, you know, the citizens of Blunder and whoever else may be listening, you know, I've got to spend a lot of late nights socializing with the uh, the elite of uh, of members of our society. You know, I can't, you know, what am I going to Am I going to insult, you know, uh, some some high end politicians by not doing another shot with them or go to, to some high school and uh, say, blah, 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 go live your dreams, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, I think that was exactly what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Right, right, Sydney? I mean, back me up on this. Right. I mean, sounds like what how my graduation went. I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, that's everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but um. You know, um, I mean, I, I think I, I can safely say with confidence that I got a lot done by having that extra shot. Um, but anyway, what's what's this guy's uh, what, what does this guy have to say? We were informed that the mayor was hungover and would be late because he was grabbing breakfast. And due to the switch up, they put me on first. I was stuck with a, I was struck with a bolt of anxiety that paralyzed me. And then it happened. I was called to the podium to speak. I was the first one. Oh, shit. I looked into the audience and saw my family, friends, and teachers who served not only as who served not only as such, but as mentors and friends. I hoped sorry, let me read that again. I looked into the audience and saw my family, friends, and teachers who served not only as teachers and friends, but as mentors and people I hope to maintain for the rest of my adult life. As I began to speak, the words flowed smoothly. I surprised myself. I was doing so much better than I ever thought I could. Then you came in. You walked in from the back and sprinted to the stage. Do you remember this, uh, Sam? Uh, kind of. I mean, 
Kind of sounds familiar. I, I might have done this a couple of times. She's going to have to be, they're going to have to be more specific. Your security men grabbed me and shoved me up against the concrete wall so that you could speak first. For some reason, your antics garnered cheers from the audience. My nose was bloodied. Oh shit, you broke the guy's nose? What? Hey, that wasn't me. That was, uh, that was Bobo. He was the, um, for the record, he, he doesn't work in my security staff anymore. On the guy's graduation, man. I mean, hey, I, I I told Bobo just go easy on the kid, you know? He's just, just you know, like 100 pounds soaking wet, and you're like 280 or something at least. Like, this guy like this guy used to play, you know, pro- football, you know, semi-professionally. Mm-hmm. I told him just just go. You, you can just, like, pick him up and throw him over your shoulder like a like a sack. And he just went all out. I, there's only so much I can I can do, you know, when it comes to my own security staff, you know, they get a little uh, some of them. Some of the, these guys don't know their own strength. My nose was bloody and it dripped down to my gown and onto the speech I was holding. After this, I donned a mask and started sending. <laughs> After this day, I donned I donned a mask and started started trying to fight crime on, in the streets of Blunder. I was arrested for vigilantism, and I'm writing this letter from prison. I hope this letter serves to cause you some discomfort. Thurston, uh, Thurston, Thurston Corwin, the third. That was a roller coaster. Yeah, that that was quite a curveball. I love that story. I'm I'm glad that uh. Damn, you know, I'm, I, I can sense this guy's um, resentment towards me, but at the same time, like, yeah, how many people can say, A, that they're valedictorian, B, that, that they got tackled, you know, by by Bobo, and then C, be- went on to become a vigilante. So, I mean, I can only feel so bad for the guy when he's lived so much life. I mean, do you remember Thurston Corwin the third? I, I just remember some some guy looking, you know, really like like looking like he was having the time of his life doing this speech like he was like like you know like it was the proudest moment of his life and then just suddenly you know and uh then i was like and then you know but like the speech i'm i kind of remember the speech that i delivered you know just to like be like uh yo what's up blunder hi uh class of 2016 and um i got some i got a couple uh like, you know, the audience was, they were kind of on board, but I remember the audience was kind of like feeling, it's kind of like, kind of like a tough crowd sort of thing. And I did, um, I think I accidentally, I think I like, like, uh, after like a, like two minutes into my speech, I, I threw up a little bit and I try to give the stage, stage back to the valedictorian because now, you know, it was his turn. You know, we got, guy was kind of speaking out of, out of turn. And, uh, but, you know, he was just, uh, he was just, uh, then other people were, I think the paramedics were taking him away uh, at that point. But, um, that's all I remember. So, you know. Sydney, do you have any, uh, crazy stories from when you were in high school? Um, <laughs> none that I can say on air. No, oh, come on. I bet Sydney was the craziest one. I bet Sydney was the troublemaker. You can say whatever you Never. want. Never. Is, is it going to be even person. worse than what I just said? I'm a pol- I'm a, I'm a career politician, Sydney, and I just I just said that. 
I just you right. told that story. So I mean, I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to think of the perfect one for this situation, and I'm just trying to blank. Um. Tell you what, if you can think of something, just just keep it in the back of your head. If you can think of something, really just. I mean, it's not like on stage in front of everyone crazy, but it went around the school pretty fast. All right, let's hear it. What, an uh, STD? Kid... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this kid brought a snake on the bus and then just did the school. He brought a, a big ball python. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. And he kept it in his backpack and uh, brought it in class. <laughs> did you um? Did you apply your uh, uh, snake wisdom and knowledge to to help out? Do they call you to, um, to help remedy the situation? No, they called. They sent him. They called his parents and then sent him home. It wasn't like a big old thing, but I mean, it was pretty wild for there just to have a. Uh, a random snake in our classroom. Yeah, that sounds yeah, crazy. That, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. If you, had, if, if, yeah, if, if you came think... into the store, the same dude that brought him. Well, <laughs> Sam uh, actually had a, a, a few episodes back that someone wrote to us. And, uh, do you remember that, Sam? The guy that, well, he actually he threatened to kill you. Uh, he threatened to kill you. Oh. Yeah, you know, I, I get I get a couple of those. Um, yeah, well, he was at, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> we don't have to repeat that story on the air yeah. that letter. Um, yeah. So it's already aired in a previous episode. If people really want to check yeah, it out, yeah. Um, but they, uh, we're not going to repeat a, a death threat on the air. Yeah. So uh, next up, we can we can go to some phone calls. Do you want to uh, listen listen in on some prank calls with us, Sydney? Yeah, I'll listen in. Would you like to uh, participate by chance? I don't know. Can I hear some of them and then tell you how I feel yeah, in a minute? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, just, just an FYI, buddy. When I was, uh, when I was uh, getting this set up with with Sydney, Sydney was really pushing to do some uh, racism phone calls. Um, she was like pushing really hard. She wa- really wanted to do it. I told what? her she, I told her she can only say the N word three times. <laughs> Um, so she's got a, she's got a quota, so oh, just, yeah. just pop that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If, if you say it the fourth time, Sydney, you're in big trouble. Oh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. And you can uh, be as misogynistic as you want. Actually, we have that blank. <laughs> we, got, we got a blank check, actually, Sydney. Please, fire away. We, we don't get too many opportunities to do that. You know, apparently if I do it, then it's a big deal, you know, being a politician and all that stuff, but... But you, you're you're perfect. I don't really go off, but we'll see how I feel. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> I lost my unicorn, or do you sell any unicorns, or? Could you? Could you? Can I buy? Can I buy an owl? <laughs> <laughs> what was the idea? What was the idea? Call a pet store and ask if I could buy their narwhal. Yeah, fucking, I like it. Could you uh, you could uh, do that, and you could also say ask if they had any experience uh, grooming uh, dogs. Say uh, when you expressed the anal gland that it, it went, <laughs> went into your eye. <laughs> what, what, what what would I need to do about that? I got I got anal gland in my eye. We could do that. What do you I'm think down. Of? All right. 
Can you can you do the angle, anal gland in your eye, please? <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't know if any pet places are open. Uh, I think I might have one. Oh yeah, that's open. You got, you got inside man. You, you know one that's open right now. Uh, yeah, they're called exotic. All right. Exotic aquatic. Can I help you? Hey, yes, I'm calling from Ed, and I was grooming my dog, and I got anal gland in my eye, and I don't know what to do about it. You have anal gland in your eye? Yes, like, I was milking it like I was told, and it shot in my eyeball. Okay. Um... What? Like, I flushed it out with water, but it burns, and I'm sure my eyeball stinks, and I don't know what to do. It it burns. It burns. That's not right. <laughs> it shouldn't be burning. I mean, um, do I need I, to I don't go know. to the doctor? I mean, this is the first time we've ever got this call, believe it or not. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> um, uh, I just run hot, hot water... Warm, See, water I have been, and it, it's really, it's not working. It's not working, and not working. I'm getting concerned. Like, do I need to go to the doctor and have them professionally flush my eye? Or do you Honestly, think I'm, uh, I'm if it's burning, I'm concerned for you, so I probably would, because that is not right. And I... And to be honest with you, I, I don't. I ain't never heard of nobody getting it in their eyes, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I was watching. I was watching what I was doing. Like I wanted to make sure I got it all, and you know, I guess yeah, I was looking a little too I'm hard, saying. and it shot in my eyeball. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm very sorry that happened to you. But uh, I all I can tell you is to run. Maybe get some eye drops and warm water. And uh, if that don't work, I would go to the hospital. Okay, well, you you helped me more than, I don't know. This is just a situation, uh, literally. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, if, if, you, if you can't get it figured out, call back, and I'll see what my boss says. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Come back. Will do. <laughs> Sydney, that was great. <laughs> oh, play the applause for her. Great job, that Sydney. That was the fucking. Wow. You, you had me dying with the. I'm sure my eyeballs stink. That's so funny. Yeah, that, that was amazing. Seriously, well done. Natural. Thank you. She's Thank a, you. She's a natural. That was fun. <laughs> I kind of want to try some of those. Yeah. <laughs> where, where? I wish it happened to me before. <laughs> it, it happened to you before? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Did it really? <laughs> <laughs> no way. What? Wait. That's wait. crazy. You had anal gland juice sprayed into your eye. I had it. It it went on my face. Yes, it it did. It went on my face. That's great. Did did your eye and and did it actually burn? Yes. I mean, it did what not feel great. It kind of felt like. Have you ever got sweat in your eyeball? Yeah. 
Yes. Okay, yeah, it kind of felt like that. Did you, do you now have like a Corona face mask when you express a dog's ass? Uh, no, but I probably should. Do you wear gloves when you do that? Sometimes I use toilet paper, depending on what's available when I'm with my mom helping her grow. How do you, uh, how do you do that? Oh my Lord. Okay. So you got like lift the tail by like the very base of the tail and you wait till their butthole puckers out. And then you kind of like milk it like you're milking a cow, but like with your thumb and your index finger. <laughs> you need to milk, their, milk the pockets in their asshole. <laughs> I remember my. Uh, um, illuminating. My, it, it was always so awkward when my, when my grandpa had me do that for him when oh, I was a kid. God. Yeah, he would just be like, like you need to like play the victim card, like you know, please, they need to be squeezed, please. So that was a longer one, but that was Sydney's first official appearance on the WDUM as a cast member instead of a call recipient. Obviously, you can see the chemistry was there from the beginning. Sydney made a great. Probably the best first prank call I've ever heard out of anybody. Love that anal glands premise. We've got to go back to that one. Uh, Sydney would appear again on the show where she would tell us about her plans to get married. And we actually did a prank call based on a wedding. And I will say in the history of WDUM so far, I think this is my favorite call we've ever done. It's somewhere in here. So enjoy this next appearance by Sydney. This was episode 51, Committed. We're back on WDUM. We're going to be calling our friend Sydney, who joined us a few episodes back. Uh, I'm joined right now by Sam Walker. How you doing, Sam? Buddy, it's great to be here. All right, you ready to call Sydney and start yeah, the show? Yeah, of course. All right, man. Hey. Hey, Sydney, is. what's going on? Just playing with the new pet. Yeah, uh, why don't you tell our fans, uh, Sydney's got some exciting news for us. Why don't you fill us in? I just got a new snake, and I'm so excited. Awesome, what kind of snake is it? He is a Solomon boa. A Solomon boa? Yes. Awesome, what's its name? And I also got an emperor scorpion. Send us a picture of that too, please. Do you have a scorpion on there? Oh, well, let me go take one real quick. So how many animals, how many uh, things do you have that could kill someone? That could kill someone? Uh, my dog could be the only thing that could kill someone. Uh, all the other animals are itty-bitty and harmless. Unless you're a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever keep rats? People like to keep those as pets. Yes, I have had rats. I've had eight of them. Wow. Holy shit. And Let's I do this. Ooh, ooh. And I currently have two, uh, two mice that I'm breeding for snake food. Man, when, when people get into animals, they really get into them, huh? They really do. Uh, it's addictive, isn't it, Sydney? You just can't. You can't stop after you get a go few. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. That's right. It becomes an. It's 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 an addiction. <laughs> she needs help. Oh, the snake is just being a little psycho. You letting him like uh, crawl all around you and stuff? 
I was trying to get a picture of the scorpion, but I have the snake on me. I'm holding my friend's bearded dragon because she's cleaning his tank. And the scorpion is sitting on the battery container. So You got a lot going. You got in and you're doing prank phone calls, so you got your hands full, huh? I'm about to go drop these guys off. I was just trying to answer the phone before the phone hung up. Gotcha. What do you say we uh, start things off with a, a quick prank call to... Or a mailbag? You want to do one call and then mailbag, or you want to start off with the mailbag? Sydney? Or is that to me as Sydney? Who yeah. has more authority here? Uh, we can do the mailbag. You want to do mailbag, Sydney? Yeah, we can do the mail. Alright. Alright, you I want me to start? The Today the mailbag is in a normal mailbag form. Delivered on, by uh, a human... Uh, Scooter, human can you... Uh, can you please bring the mail bag over? Oh, there's one of my guys. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a European scorpion you got? Yeah. Trying to send you a picture, but he's not staying still. The Scooter's still getting the, uh, the mail bag over. Alright, Scooter, why don't you go ahead and uh, start opening that up. Please, it's huge. Oh, this one's just <laughs> bursting at the seams. Yeah. He's opening that up. You it just keeps, keeps going on and on and on and I just put some gusto in it. Alright. Alright, uh, let me take one at random. One and only one. Um, okay. This is to the two of us. This is to Sam and Buddy. Alright. I'm writing this letter in retaliation to the remarks made about about name when my last letter was read. My name is Diedrich. Oh, like looks like we just got a scorpion picture from Sydney. My name is Diedrich Fane, and the two of you mocked and ridiculed me for the name I was assigned at birth. I will have you know I come from a long line of Fanes, and we don't take kindly to jokes. Sam, Wa Sam Walker, a former mayor, called my name a train wreck. I have now begun a meticulous letter writing campaign to get the WDUM taken off the air. And this letter will serve to start. You'll be sorry for crossing Diedrich Fane. I kind of remember. I kind of remember making that name, fun that that name recently, right? Yeah, one of our uh, last. Uh, I, I think Sydney was on uh, was on that mailbag when we we read a letter from this lady, and she we kind of made fun of her name a little bit because she was offended by that. Mm. Sydney, should we have made fun of her name more? Powerful people than her have tried in the past, so yeah. I think we'll be all right. We have, we have a collection of their uh, their heads, um, and uh, it meta like you know metaphorically. I mean, not not literally. All right, here's yeah, the next one. This one is titled "Treading a Golden Mile." I write this letter as a longtime WDUM listener since the early 1980s, when greats like Bud Hughes, Ralphie Garrison, and the Quintaro Twins were headlining WDUM airwaves. In 1983, I was diagnosed with Green Syndrome. I've never heard of that, have you? Mm -mm. Nope. You heard of that, mm -hmm. Sydney? Green Syndrome? Nope, never. It is an issue I still fight to this day. I have a green protuberance. I have a green protuberance jutting out of my left arm that looks like a gnarled ivy or some type of poison sumac. Though thankfully for me and everyone around me, my roots won't make you itch if you touch them. I've heard of that actually. People having uh, plants like infested, like growing out of their skin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? I, 
Yeah, you, there's like some forms of uh, like flesh-eating plants that will grow out of your skin. That's terrifying. Yeah, and I guess that's what this guy has, green syndrome, he's saying. Uh, I was bullied growing up, and I was never fully accepted into my community once I entered the adult world. When I turned 25, I decided to flee into the wilderness to live amongst my own. I became one with the weeds, but found it to be a lonely life. Plus, I love turkey club sandwiches, and those were certainly not available in the woods without a ton of effort. I had decided to return home and start my life again. It has not been without its challenges. My time in the woods caused me to become an animal, caused me to become animal-like and unpleasant to be around. So I got a job picking up trash for the city, which is actually a pretty sweet gig. Here's to the ones that don't give up. Here's to the ones that never stop smiling. And here's to the ones who dance like no one is watching. Class of 03 forever, Kyle Grimes. Kyle's all right. All right, Aww. you know, and what a what a comeback like story. That. You know, he's he's pretty articulate for. A guy who um, who it was civilized. Uh, I mean, who was uh, just abandoned civ- uh, civilization and just hung out in the woods. I mean, that was a uh, yeah. comeback story. Yeah, he crawled out of the pit. Okay. We're, we're getting one now. All right, Scooter, pass me that. Uh, dear buddy and guest, my friends and family have told me recently that I'm too much of a giver, so much so that allegedly that it's allegedly taking away from my life. I'm not sure that they're right. I only give half my paycheck to charity. That's not that much. And I'm lending out my front lawn to a dozen homeless men. Wow, that's nice of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of my so-called personal sacrifices are truly necessary. For example, my body is home to dozens of endangered parasites from the Amazon. They're just looking for a home. Buddy, oh. how can I advance, convince my family that they're wrong? Well, it's, this guy sounds like a, a helping person and a, mm-hmm. a nice guy. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. What do you think, Sydney? I don't think he's doing anything wrong, buddy. Sorry, my snake is like making noises at the wrong time. It scared me. <laughs> Can you put the phone up to the snake? What does a snake noise sound like? Can you put the phone up to it? Is it hissing? No, he didn't hiss. He's like he was trying to gag. Oh, That's uh. Oh, I wish I had you. Why does? Why would a snake? Is that oh. normal snake behavior? Can I see the picture of the Hold scorpion? On. Oh yeah, we gotta still <laughs> take a look at this guy. We're gonna look at the scorpion picture now. Oh, that is. Oh, sick. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that. That's badass. I want to touch it so bad, but I don't want to get stung. It's about like getting stung by a bee. Okay, that's that's like, that's, what, that's what it feels like. That looks that would be or lethal. That looks like it would be lethal. How big is it uh, compared to a uh, quarter? <laughs> Wait, what? How big is it like like compared to a quarter? Compared to a quarter, uh, it's a little like more like a half dollar. Oh wow! So it's kind of small. Cool. Yeah, he's pretty small, but they can get uh, about five inches full grown. So. Where are those guys native? Full of thumb, the bigger the scorpion, the less lethal they are. The bigger they are, the less lethal like, le- lethal they are. Okay. Yeah. Because they beat the size of them. They like <clears throat> they use their size and like their tinctures to eat more than their venom. So, like, the smaller ones need the venom to kill their prey. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, where's this guy normally live? I just wanted a scorpion. Making Buddy jealous. See, I haven't got uh, this. My scorpion, he is from Africa. The western part of Africa. Hmm. Cool. We, uh... Cool. You know what I tried to to find the other day was a salamander. I want a salamander. I want my... 
form. Yeah, I'm trying to find one. Damn, the scorpion stole the show. I used to be able to find them when I was a kid. There was some near my parents' house, but I don't think they're over there anymore. You guys ready to do some... Hard to find and pretty rare. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, ones in Rhode Island called Rhode Island Salamanders. They have a really cool... I don't know if you want to look up a picture of it, Sydney, sometime. But uh, they have a re- really cool marking on their back, like this red sun... I'm looking up now. Sydney probably already has it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Scooter, go ahead and uh, zip that mailbag back up for us, buddy. Just make sure it's really tight because... Yeah, aren't they? Are they the black and white ones? Yeah. Okay, There's... yeah, that's what came up. They're cute. Almost done, uh, almost done their scooter. Just yeah, so I, 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 we can find some of those around here, so I, I'm gonna look for one. I won't, I won't take one from the wild, obviously, but I just wanna see one. Scooter, just the top, buddy. That's good. There's, there's papers coming out of the top. I want an axolotl. What's that? An axolotl? Mm. I have one of those bad boys. I've that's never like a... Uh, that's not a gecko. That That is like a kind of salamander, right? Yeah. Uh, they're completely aquatic. They live in water. You want to put him... I've been relieved of the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Are you home? Or are you at work? Uh, I'm at home. Well, I'm at my brother's house. I'm at the same place. I was the last time we talked. What did you think of your your episode? Uh, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I've been really busy. I've listened to the um the one where you called Ed. Oh yeah. And then I listened to the 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 clip of y'all talking about me, like introducing me, and then the clip of me on the phone about the anal glands. Um yeah, yeah that was awesome I made a point call. to uh, I made a point to try to get those to you as quickly as possible. Um, because mm-hmm. it was just like. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. So, uh, got any plans tomorrow, Sydney? Do anything fun? Yeah, I gotta work at the, I gotta work at the pet store. Yeah. <laughs> I do that every Sunday. Every Sunday? Nice. How long? Every Sunday. Uh, from 12 to 4. 12 to 5, sorry. That's not bad. <laughs> sorry for my coughing. I've been kind of... Nipple the last few days. Where we are right now, it's um seven degrees outside. Seven. Yep, seven degrees. Wow, I think it's twenty-five here. Yeah. Right. Sorry about that, Sydney. I'm back. Oh, you're good. I have been getting rid of the snake. Well, making somebody put him up for me, <laughs> catching me out a little bit. <laughs> he was giving you the uh, snake eyes. Yeah. All right. I just called a. Uh... I'll, I'll have you been thinking of any ideas for prank calls as you go about your daily life? <laughs> uh, I actually, it was already something y'all did, but I actually got I had to use the men's bathroom, and I actually did not have any toilet paper. Oh no, you got karma. And oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, what was the experience? Hello. I can't get my phone to it's charge. Liquor, sir. I said it was just charging, but now I can't get it to charge. So I don't know. It's at 17%. I can use it up. Well, how can I help you? Hey, what's going on? Is this uh, Saver Mart? Yes, it's Saver Mart. Hey, I had spoke to someone last night. They said uh, it was cool for us to arrive in about half hour, 45 minutes to have our commitment ceremony inside the uh, foyer and entrance to the store. I'm sorry? 
I, I spoke to someone last night at the store and they said it was okay if we came by in like a half hour, 45 minutes to have our, my girlfriend and I have our commit. We're not getting ready to get married yet, but we really want to make a commitment to each other. And he said it was cool if we did so uh, in the entrance of the store. Oh, you want to do it in front of the entrance? Yeah, like we're going to kind of like just do a, like we'll clean it up up really quick where we're going to kind of decorate it uh, like an arch, almost like the entrance. Uh, you know how it is out there? Yeah, um, let me double check who you spoke. Do you know what is, uh, was it a guy? Uh, yes. I've got the band too. Do you, know, do you remember his name? I don't remember his name. I spoke to him last night. Like we have a, like a, just okay, a small well, please, band okay? too. We're going to have, all right. Okay, let me uh, double check who you spoke to, okay? This is what they thought music in the, from the future would sound like in the 90s. Time to stop. Hello? Hi, thank you for holding. So I actually just spoke to the guy, who a guy I think you're talking to. Yep. Yeah, he's um didn't receive a call from that. Unfortunately I can't have you do that just because we have customers going in and out of the store. Is would it be cool if we did it like when you guys close? We don't have to be inside and I know it's cold out, but we can be Yeah, just because, I mean, I can double check with him, but I know we just can't really have it on our store just because people go in and out and like, so does like other employees going out to the store throughout the night. I have, um, we, we met in the uh, entrance area, my my girl and I, that's why we wanted to have it there. Here, let me just have, let's have him pick up the phone, okay? Yeah. Sydney, do you want to play my girlfriend? Yeah, I'll play your girlfriend. When he says we can't do it there, start getting mad. Be like, that's bullshit. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Who am I speaking to? This is Davion. Hey, what's going on, Davion? My name's Chester. I spoke to someone last night. They said it was cool if uh, my girlfriend and I had a little commitment ceremony outside the store, kind of when it's quiet, when there's not a ton of customers coming in and out. We have, like, a whole band uh, and everything. Uh, do you know who you talk to? I'm not I'm not sure. I just called and whoever was in charge. It was somebody who was in charge last night, I guess. That was... That Sweetie, who do we talk to? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't remember no conversation about uh, doing that. Um, you need it done tonight because I got. I would have to ask a store manager about that one. It would be like just like kind of us outside. We wouldn't have to. Uh, it won't I mean, be long. It won't be long. We just want to do our little. 
dismissing and get it over with. Yeah, he's saying we he's saying we we can't do it now. That don't make no sense. We were talking to someone last night, and they said it was fine. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's... I don't know who you talked to because I was in charge last night. Do you think but, that, um, that that's where we I, met? I'm. I, we got the guys. Uh, tell the tell the band probably, to stop for a minute. Tell the band to stop. Hold on a minute, man. I'm gonna tell yeah. the band to hold up. Hold on, guys. Hold up. Sorry about that. Uh, well, we really wanted to have your store involved because that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just, just an idea running to my head right now. Would you serve as witness to our commitment ceremony over speaker? Mm-hmm. You can kind of be a representative from the store. That would mean a lot to me. Um. Okay. What are you? What time are you trying to do that? We can. We can wrap this up right now. Oh, you're here. Uh, yeah. Right no, well, no, no. We, we'll do it over the phone. If if you're cool with that, because we'll just we'll just throw you on speaker. We just want to have some involvement from the store. Uh, you sure? I mean, if you come when we close, then that might be okay. As long as you're out, you're gonna do it outside no, t- of the store, like well, the the, the, we're, we're yeah, actually pretty. We're we're in a pretty good spot right now. I mean, we might as well just right. Don't you think so, sweetie? I mean, yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah, man, I'll just, I'll throw you on speakerphone. You can just kind of like, well, you'll be the witness or they're going to, hold on, just stay on uh, hold one minute. I'm going to go gather everybody and uh, throw a little stool next to where the arch where we're going to be standing for uh, the cell phone to be on speaker. Okay. All right, everybody ready? You guys can start. Yeah. You guys can start. You look beautiful, babe. Thank you so much, Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to celebrate the holy union of Chester Westfield and Sidney Letharius. Larry... And Sydney, have you come here to enter into marriage without coercion, freely and wholeheartedly? Well, well, not marriage. It's just a commitment ceremony. Oh, okay. Let me let me just scratch that out then. Okay. Into, are you have you come here to enter into commitment without coercion, freely and wholeheartedly? Yes. Yes. Are you prepared as you follow the path of commitment to love and honor each other for as long as you both shall live? Yes. Uh, witness, can you confirm too? Yep. Are you prepared to accept children lovingly from God and to bring them up according to the law of Christ and his church for all participants? Hey, uh, save Mark. Save Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so this isn't like legally binding. We just wanted to have like the witness as like a, like a, like an emotional thing just because the store had meant so much to us. Right, right. Do you think I'm making the do you think I'm making the right decision? I mean she she's been kind of a bridezilla about this whole thing. I mean she made me Excuse? Sorry. I, I believe it. I believe it. Are you married? 
No, I'm not. I'm, uh... What are you? Find one like you, man. Find one like you, man. Are you trying to find one like her? Just like you, man. This this is beautiful right now. I never done this. Hey, man. See, now I'm kind of glad that we didn't have it there. If you're gonna try to steal my girl. (laughs) No, you're good. Oh, good. All right, man. All right. Well. You want to wrap up the ceremony, uh, Father? Yeah, let me just get my notes back. Are you prepared to lovingly accept children from God and to bring them up <laughs> according to the law of Christ and his church? No, again, we're like 16 and 14 where uh, this is a commitment ceremony. Uh, I don't think we're ready to get that serious. I mean, like this. Listen, buddy. This I've only got one sheet of notes for this thing. You know, like I just, I just, I just. Can we just roll with it, everyone? Can we roll with it? All right. Let me just skip to the last part. Um. Uh. Do you? I uh, actually uh, save Mark. Do you think? <laughs> because I, I'm now I'm kind of like thinking of I, I missed out on one part on one piece of this whole experience. The uh, the best okay. man speech. Do you think you could throw one together for me, quick? In the short time we've known each other, just so I'll have that memory attached to the store forever. You're saying um, a best man speech? Yeah, if you okay, could just wing one for me, quick, man. Yeah, let me get one real quick. Let me try to think one. All right. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, you're good. Um, well, let me just go off the dome from the, for the time we've been knowing each other, you seem, you seem like you fed on, on, um, being happy with your lady. And that's, that's very serious. I, I, uh, admire your will to do this and I can see the commitment and I can hear the commitment in your voice. And I know that you're, that you feel that you're making the right decision. And I feel that makes me feel like you're making the right decision. So I wish you nothing but happiness, my man. Nothing but happiness. Oh, man. That, that, that was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> Maybe it's too soon. Maybe I haven't lived enough on my own. Heart 121, man. Heart one twenty one. I mean, I can't just leave her standing here like this. I'm so conflicted. What do I do, Father? Open your heart up to God and ask yourself, if he were running this store, what would God do? He would want me to be with the woman of my my dreams. You know what? The hell with it. I, I do. I do. I do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you man. may now kiss the bride. Mwah. Oh. You still there, Save Mark? <laughs> yeah, did you hear that, man? We did it. I hear it. Congratulations. Congratulations. You dancing with us? I got you. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah back and forth. Down. To the left. I got a two step for you right now. This is awesome, man. Let's keep the vibe going. We should meet up at a bar or something later, man. Uh, I'm not off till 1 o'clock. What's going on? What's the move, man? Oh, man. If we're still partying by then, we'll call the store. I'll be here. All right, man. Can you can you join back in with us with, for uh, the, a little bit more of the song? Uh, let me see. I got a few more minutes. Wow, uh, yeah, my girl can move. Look at her go. Father, damn. The father can dance too. <laughs> He's break the the priest is break dancing, man. Oh man. Babe, you got some pretty good moves too. Yeah, I do. Woo! Nobody can stop me now. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. We'll let you go. Welcome. Two one. Congrats. All right, man. You have a good night. <laughs> Patreon call. That was a saga. It had twists and turns. <laughs> Well, that's that just happened. <laughs> Sydney, uh, great job, man! That was that was awesome. That was that was, that was incredible. A WTUM wedding. <laughs> the guy, the guy went through all of it. <laughs> the reception. <laughs> he was clapping. My poor boyfriend in here didn't know what was going on. He just came in the room like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> did you just? Did you tell him? Did you tell your boyfriend that you're now married? It was a commitment ceremony. I keep forgetting that part. I also keep remembering your first your first names like five times. <laughs> you can call her a character name too. You know I know it's her real name, dude. Here's the sad thing. I I went into it like okay, there's like millions of other names that you could give her. Sorry to give. Sorry to like address you. Still love how into it that guy got. He was willing to give me a best man speech. Another great call, my favorite call that we've ever done on the WDUM. On uh, Sydney's next appearance, she had quite a story to tell us about how she lost her phone or it got stolen and she wound up at a trap house to get it back. So we get it all from Sydney in this appearance. We get the, uh, you know, running into the other room to do the show, uh, the people in the background. Everything, great story, and Sydney also makes a major announcement. Enjoy. 
Hello. Hey, Sydney. Hey. What's going on? Uh, just got over to my friend's house. Now I'm running outside and getting in my car, so it's quiet. Heard you got some big news. Yeah. Um, please tell us everything. I am engaged. Oh, I, I was thinking about the other big yeah, news. Yeah, I, I was thinking about oh, the the house? the heist of you to get your cell phone back. That sounded like. But the other thing sounds cool too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to tell us about first. Do you want to tell us about the stolen cell phone or your uh, major oh, life event? I'll, I'll tell about the trap house. <laughs> tell us Which about I had to ask house. Sydney. I'm pretty sure that's a meth house, but I'm not sure. Let me ask Sydney. What is a trap house? <laughs> so what happened? All right. So we were at my friend's house looking at his snakes because he was shitting a snake. And I'm a dumbass. I left my car unlocked in a bad neighborhood. It was my fault. Yeah. Well, last day, uh, we were inside. We were inside for maybe a good 25, 30 minutes. And I came back out to my car. And my phone was gone. Uh, my fiance's mom's wallet was gone. And my whole unopened pack of cigarettes was gone. So, look, what really pissed me off was when I was looking for my phone and I couldn't find my phone. I wanted nicotine so bad, and then I tried to find my cigarettes, and I couldn't find my cigarettes, and I was just icing on the cake, and it pissed me off even more. Like, how are you going to steal my phone and my unopened pack of cigarettes? So what What did like, you feel? I'm heated. You felt like like punching, like like killing someone almost. Yeah, you don't fuck with my phone, man. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you don't fuck <laughs> with my shit, but don't touch my phone. That's one thing I don't play about my phone, my animals, or my kid, or my fiance. Yep. Don't touch with mine. But anyway, how I got it back, right? Yeah. So my phone was dead. That's the reason why it was in the car. My phone was dead, and I left it in the center console, whatever. Well, when I, when I realized it was stolen, I hurried up home. I got my mother-in-law's phone, and I put my phone in lost mode. So that means when the iPhone goes into lost mode, when that phone comes back on, you can't use it until you either put in the passcode for it or you call that number. And so I guess the dude, I don't know, the dude that had it called that number, talked to my cousin, or it was somebody. I don't know. I'm salty and I don't remember details. But it was either his mom or my cousin. And they were like, hey, I just bought this phone this morning from some dude. It has uh, iPhone lost on it. I think I have your phone. And I was like, that's freaking amazing. Okay, so it was a good Samaritan? Was it a random person? You oh, said? No, no, no. Wait, but I still have a long story to tell. Okay. Okay, so this dude was like, I have your phone, um, but you're not getting it back until you paid what I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what choice, what choice said, do you have I at have that point? No, because he didn't text my phone because he had my phone. Wait, you have the he text texted, messages? Uh, they're on my fiance's phone, but he's next door. Please send them to us when you get the chance. You don't have to do it now. But. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll send them to you as soon as I get them. But he was talking about, I was like, it's my phone. I should not have to pay for it. And he's like, well, I bought it from somebody, so it's not my fault either. And I was like, all right, fine. Let's get I'll your pay money. You. I just spent $500 on the phone. I guess I can spend 65 more to get it back than buy a whole new iPhone, right? Right. Okay, well, 
I didn't get the cops involved because I was doing dumb shit. Well, we were at my friend's house getting reefer, right? Or weed, whatever. Okay. Oh, what's the big deal? Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if I'm actually <laughs> missing the blunt right now to talk to you guys. Okay, well, that makes me feel great. So I was getting weed, so I didn't want to get the cops involved, right? Because they don't want yeah. the cops to be like, well, why were you here during this time? You feel me? I feel you. So I took matters into my own hands. Well, they it pinged up the location when that dude turned my phone on. It pinged up the location of my phone. So I knew exactly where it was. And it was only seven houses away from where it got stolen at. So the uh-huh. dude's an idiot anyway. Okay, well, they tossed my SIM card thinking I can't track the phone. Yeah, that's that's old school. I that's like the, that's the oldest trick in the book. Yeah, well, I can still track it because it's an iPhone and they're just stupid. So from I talked to this dude on the phone and he's some big burly black man. Like you, you could tell over the phone, right? <laughs> There's a voice. And I was like, I'm going to need backup. So what does my little ass do? I go next door and I knock on my friend's door or my friend's neighbor's door. And I'm like, hi, boys. Look, I have a situation. I think you might want to get on it. And they're like, what's up? I was like, look, I know you don't know me. I know we've never talked before. (laughs) Can you help me out and help me get my phone from this dude? They said, hell yeah, because I'm a cute little white bitch. I can get my way if I want it. So these boys were like, hell yeah, we'll come. And I was like, look, if y'all get it for me, I'll smoke a blunt with y'all. Wait, what was the last part? the I'll, I'll smoke a blunt with them if they like, if they, they get if they out. damn I mean, you, you must I, be cute have to, like do nothing i literally just wanted them with me for them to be with me yeah just to have that backup yeah go on yeah just to have that backup well they came in and they were like pistols ready like they were cleaning the shit on the way to the house so i'm like all right cool i feel safe i got backup if this man tries to pull some dumb shit while i get my phone they're gonna blast his ass we pull up to his house or what happened really was i was like meet me at the family dollar because you know i I never met this dude before i don't want to pull up to his house and he's like nah meet me at my house i was like nah meet me at the gas station and he was like how about just keep your fucking money and i'll throw the phone away and Uh i was like excuse me i really just want my phone i'm gonna come get it i'll pull up if i need it i need it so i'm coming to get it he texts me his address, and I pull up with, it was my fiancé and the two boys in the back. And so he walks out, and he's like, you have my money? I said, you have my phone? And he laughed at me. He said, yeah, I got your phone. And I was like, okay, I need to see it. I need you to turn it on for me so I can make sure you didn't mess up my screen or anything. So what time of and day is this? This is at like 8.30 at night. So it's dark out? Yeah, it's dark out. How, what? what does the house look like? A uh, big brown trap house. Have did you he ever drove through the ghettos? Did yeah. he, um, how, did it look like okay, he so, recently mowed his lawn? Yeah, the house where you could tell they're mowing, like the one that's taken care of, but looks just as run down as everything else. It was one of those kind of houses. So we pull up and there's like six cars around the house. And it was sketchy, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Well, I've actually done shit like this before in my, uh, when I was 18, 19, I was a little feisty back then. Yeah, you've alluded to that. Yeah, I was a little feisty back then. And I've calmed down a lot, so I don't get to do this often. So when I get to do dumb shit, I take my chances. Yeah, you get like that You get that rush of uh, adrenaline like you did when you were a kid, and it, it feels good to be back in that. Like, we, yeah, we used to do yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that all the time, here. and 
I still like to mess around with. That's what these prank calls do for us. When we call people, it gives us that that maybe not a jolt like running up on a trap house, but go <laughs> go ahead, finish up that. Keep going. Uh, so we get to this dude's house. He comes out and he's like, I, "You got my money?" I said, "You got my phone." I made him show me the screen. I made him prove it was my phone, and I sent him the money. He gave me the phone, and then I refunded the money. <laughs> How did you send him the money? Cash out. Yeah, you can. Yeah, he's. Did. Uh, he didn't know that, huh? He didn't know you could do that on Cash App. Were you surprised that he fell for that? I don't know if he's the one that stole my phone because his excuse was he got sold that phone that morning. So my phone got stolen on Easter at like eight thirty. So it got stolen on Easter. I got it back the next day, just because I'm that good. You know, most people that lose their phone don't find it. Yeah, that's I mean, not that's not usually the ending. Yeah. Usually, people you just go get it turned off, and and that's that. But good for you for I going to get it. I'm phone, glad guys. you're okay. <laughs> got my phone. Good for you, so Sydney. We um, that's that that's that's fucking crazy. That is that's damn. We you know we 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 were interviewing a woman last night and uh, whose whose life was filled with. Uh, I don't think she's as intense as you. She's more mellowed, but her life is full of crazy stories. She was uh Yeah, you gotta listen to that episode. Yeah. We're we're getting some good content. Um cool. I'm glad and it's, uh I'm glad I can share my story with you guys. Yeah. And it's all thanks uh thanks to you that we're people like you that we're getting uh good good content. Oh, what was the other thing that you wanted to, to talk to us about? Yeah, you had some big news. I'm engaged. Congratulations. She's engaged. I'm getting married. There's a uh, lot of in October. It's gonna be my dream wedding at my horse barn. At your fourth barn? Horse barn. At your horse barn. Horse barn. Oh, I, hell was, yeah. I got a new job at a horse stable. Good for oh, you. Oh, cool. There's uh there's a lot of sad uh bachelors out there now, Sydney. There, we had a lot of listeners that were really happy to hear that when we announced it on the show and a, a lot of people that were kind of disappointed because uh you know they, everyone loves hearing your voice and that you have a lot of fans here at the WDUM. Oh, happy yeah and I love uh him. i've and never it, had fans before well you've got a ton of them a, t- a ton of them here really and uh you know people people write letters in and uh hopefully you'll get to do another mailbag episode with us so we can read some of the yeah, letters to you that would be awesome if my schedule wasn't so freaking psychotic i'd do hey, a lot more of this because i yeah. like sitting here talking and telling people about my psycho ass life yeah, no, it's 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 good it's good to listen to that too. And you're good at prank calls. Yeah, I no, remember no, the first prank Why call you that you ever did. Like that? I sound like a twelve year old that's never done it. Before. I no. thought you were good at it. Yeah, no, it it takes it takes a while to. There's an art to it. Only when I'm talking about animals, like if it's just me coming up with some random crap, I sit there and I go, uh. Hey, if I like if I if I'm talking about something I know my shit on, I can carry it through. Well, that's all we what all all we do. You know, we just we just look around all day for for ideas. And do you remember we did actually one of our favorite prank calls together, the, the wedding prank call, where, where that guy did the best man speech. Oh uh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that one. That was one of the best ones ever. And uh, you know, yeah, we've we've had some good times, uh, Sydney. We we really have. You know, when uh, am I getting married to? I forgot. Oh, that was me. I that we 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 didn't get married. We committed to each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. 
And uh, you know what? Uh, you know, Sydney, Buddy and I have been talking, you know, ever since I told him about your, your plans to get married. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how you're one of our favorite guests. You're one of our uh, fans' favorite guests. And, uh, you know, we were hoping we were... Uh, Sydney, would you make us the happiest men of the planet and invite us to your wedding? Yes. She said yes. yes. She said yes. I was actually going to oh. ask y'all to come before I even, like, even before you were going to ask me. No I way. Was shit like, wouldn't it be awesome if you two could come to my wedding? Oh, no hell way. Yeah, man. Sydney, Thank you so much. What's the date? Yes, please come to my wedding. It's October 29th. <laughs> yeah, Sydney, you know, what's funny is that your wedding is only, what, two weeks yeah, after, two weeks after Buddy's wedding. Wow. Look, you just want to do a joint wedding? Yeah, we can do it. Actually, wait, is your wedding... Uh, I'm guessing your wedding is in Alabama. It is, it is. Okay, cool. I've never been to Alabama it's before. It's place I work at. It's literally five minutes away from my house. It's amazing. Like, I could walk to my job if I had to. How how big is this wedding going to be, Sydney? Oh, not big at all. Probably 50 people. <laughs> We're going to make the cut. Look, I'll kick two of my family members out just for you guys. Oh, yeah, there's you. some there's some thank cousins you. that my aren't making it. My dad's side don't need to come. They didn't talk to me all these years. They don't have to come to my wedding. We'll give you more money <laughs> than they would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Please, and we're and we're very I glad that you didn't get creeped out. <laughs> we're very glad I'm sure that. Joe would too. What's up? What? I don't know. I was just talking, and I've. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, we were saying we we were glad you didn't get like creeped out by us asking. No, I was gonna actually invite y'all. Awesome. That's that's. Well, why don't we celebrate by uh, making a few prank calls? Yeah. All right. Do you have time? Please say you have time. Uh, we got. Hey, you you said twenty minutes. minutes. I was, hold on. Then One I'll, quick call. And I'll wait on me to smoke. They said I'm about to roll it. Why don't you uh, Why don't you bring the phone in and throw it on speaker while you guys are smoking, and they can listen to us make prank calls? Yeah, just put it on mute. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll do that. Well, my daughter's in here too, so I don't know how well this is gonna work, but we'll try it. Oh, there's a room full of people. You guys say hi. Hey, everyone. They're all yes. He's home. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who the fuck are you talking to? Who, who is it? Just a bunch of your friends? The people that I do podcasts with. WDUM. They're awesome. What's going on, Sydney's friends and company? He, he said, what's up, homie? Cool, cool. I like him already. What's going on? Right. We're looking for... Uh, uh, I, hey, si you, I probably can't make phone, uh, prank calls, but we can sit here and listen while y'all do. Sure, yeah, just, yeah. If you just keep it on mute, then we'll be all set. Well, it'll be a live show. You guys right. are going to be our, our our live audience. All right, cool. Look, y'all get the shit for the free free. Give them all some right. stickers. Hey, Sydney. Sydney, did you get rid of all the stickers yet? Uh, yes. There was one on my old phone. And then. Well, I'm map, you. So, just like in that last appearance where we heard from some of the people surrounding Sydney. We'll hear that in this next appearance when Sydney joins Sam and I on episode 63 to read letters from the mailbag. Sydney actually introduced us to her grandmother on this episode. 
I think it's uh, one of her best appearances. Enjoy. Hello. Hey. There she is. Hey. What's going on, Sydney? I'm getting gas right now because I'm a complete idiot and forgot I had to do this phone call. Whoops. Right. Yeah. You <laughs> ha- had to do the phone call. I like how you said that. Like, uh, like this is your, like you got res- real responsibilities with us. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week besides getting gas? Uh, I got a new car. What'd you get? Uh, 2003 Toyota 4Runner. Nice. You like it? my dream car. Great. Maybe not a 2003, but a 4Runner is definitely my dream car. When did you get that? This week? I got it yesterday. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. What what year did you say it is? It's a 2003. Hold on, I'm looking it up. So, so Sydney, nice. any crazy uh, uh, drug busts or um, any uh, in- Indiana Jones... Um, no, heist. Not, not this week. Not this week. No. You stick with a uh, just a wedding. Oh, what's going on with with the wedding? While Buddy's looking that up, hey, what what have you? What wedding work have you done? Uh, I got what? I don't know. It's uh, what? I'm sorry, I was talking to Joe. Um, is Joe got... the the lucky man? We don't even know the yeah. dude's name. Joe, say hi. Hello. Hey, Joe. What's going on, Joe? Pumping gas now since I uh, am doing this. <laughs> yeah, we've actually got some but, live uh, uh, some live listeners on the show tonight. That's cool. Yeah, that's some cool. Uh, big fan cool. hoping to. So we were thinking we would do some mailbags, uh, take some phone calls, and uh, maybe even do some prank calls too. Okay. What do you want to start off with first? You want to take some phone calls? Uh, I guess we can. Scooter, can you pay? Uh, let's do line uh, line two. Well, hello, 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 buddy. How are things, lad? What's going on, the man? The show is, as the younglings would say, lit. It's great, man. The last time I talked to you was when uh, Misty was on. Is that right, Sam? Yeah, I think so. It's It's been a minute for me. Oh, and how could I forget to greet everyone's favorite ex-mayor, Mr. Walker? How does thou fare? Yeah, Hey, Waylon. Good, good to have you on the show again. Staying out of trouble, Waylon? Staying out of trouble, you'll want to speak, lad. But as ever, I am a gentleman, and we needn't go there. I agree, and Waylon, man, we've actually got Sydney on the line, so uh, try to keep it concise. Sydney, can you say what's up to Waylon? He's a frequent caller to the show. What's up? <laughs> alas, alas. Alas, the sweetest of all sounds is that of the voice of a woman we love. This can't be Sydney, is it? It's me. It's all me. A pleasure to make your acquaintance, my dear. Waylon Wilford Woods is the name, but but you can call me Waylon. I'm an enormous fan. Uh, I've listened to, to every episode of your WDUM appearances uh, tens of times. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I also you hear you're quite it. partial to the sweetest of leaves. Aren't you, lass? Yeah. <laughs> mm, 
we're weirdness <laughs> to peas in a pod because as Bud and Samantha can attest, I follow what is commonly known as the chemical diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's a, he's a pretty sick man. He's been doing drugs and calling into the show for years now, but he donates a lot of money to the Patreon and everything. Yeah, he he's a bit of a character. If he if he makes uncomfortable, then just you know let us know. And it's it wouldn't be the first time we've had to you know cut a conversation early with this guy. Um, yeah, yeah. it was definitely just not what I was expecting. Wayland gives that impression a lot. He's a sick I, guy. I definitely was not expecting that. He's mm-hmm. a sick guy. Kind of threw me off a little bit. Sick is not the term I'd prefer, buddy. I generated over six million last quarter, and if my analyses are correct, I'll net two more before the month's end. Good Do you have you. any idea the paraphernalia and drugs I can buy with that? Good for you, man. And Miss Sydney. Probably too I much. Hear congratula- right. Congratulations and adulations are in order. Sydney, congratulations to you and Mr. Sydney, lass. It's a beautiful union. The best of luck. I wish I could be able to officiate, but my officiant's license was revoked last year when I was convicted of public indecency. (laughs) You gotta have... Don't you have friends in politics? Don't you have friends in politics, Waylon, that can help you get that license back? You still talk to them? It's true, I have a lot of friends in politics, but they wouldn't be so friendly if they knew my business was drugs instead of officiating, which they consider a harmless vice. But drugs? That's a dirty business, lad. It is. That brings me to to the matter of my call, Miss Sidney. If you could be so yeah. kind, my dear, I've written a song for you, and 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 and, and I'd be honored if you'd allow me to perform it. Okay. Go for it. Thinking the stage here, we've got a kind of like starlight in the background and a, a darker blue uh, backdrop and a lone spotlight on myself. He paints a picture. Yep. Smoke me up. Can you pass the bong, Perfavore? Pass some joints. Straight ahead, oh, you know we smoked them all. But there were some times when I was missing something, something terrible and stimulating. Take the blame. Well, in exchange for some really good drugs, we're dancing. Pass it on. Break out a package of cinnamon buns. We know some ways things feel the same, but there's another drug that helps me break free. I can talk some good old reefer. I can even snort a line, but I prefer to smack. It gets me higher and higher. I can take a big old shit now. I can laugh and dance and sing. I'm taking smack now. I'm getting higher and higher. Right, now, buddy, this is the final up, part buddy. of the first act. So the Wrap entire cast will enter the stage from stage left with their drug of choice, and we will inhale. Right, we will inject a whatever you will and blast it out into the universe. It's going to be a madhouse of psychedelic, a rave of madness. What do you think, buddy? I didn't like it. Sydney, what do you think? Little pity, my guy. Cut him off. 
hang up. Yeah, <laughs> right, he's he's off. He's not on the line anymore. All right, yeah, uh, Sydney. <laughs> sorry, he's always such a he's a coin toss. That guy. He's a he can be a yeah. bit much. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit. It was a little bit. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> what one? We did a show. He called in. What was it, Sam? Like forty-seven times. We were trying to let other callers through, and he he was just like dialing, dialing, dialing. Yeah, and we found out that he had like a bunch of people working for him, like just calling the station like nonstop over like they had like dozen like a dozen phones, so they're just all calling. So we had no choice but to like humor him for a little bit. So yeah, he he's as crazy as he is. He's also a very wealthy and uh, clearly connected man. Yeah, always the uh, crazies that have money for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely met weirder though. You've met weirder than Waylon. Wow. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. You want to do the uh, the mailbag? Yeah, sure. Do you want uh, Do you want to start it off, or would you like me to? Um, let's see. I'll start it off. I think. Let's see. I think I've got one. All right. Uh, okay. The bag. I've got a is massive over there. Yep. Jesus Christ. We haven't answered this thing in a while. Like, yeah. it was, it was oh. totally deplete. We burned the we last burned one. It. A few year, a few episodes ago, and now this one's already packed to the brim. It's like stretching to the ceiling. Yep. Guess it's a good thing that we're getting so many letters. Meet my grandmother, so fair warning. We're gonna meet your grandmother. You're about to meet your grandma. Yeah, I have to give her the, uh, her stuff back. Okay. I was. I got an important phone call. Say hi. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Grandma? Hey, Sydney's grandma. I do. I do a podcast with a couple of people, and. I forgot that I had to talk to them, so now I'm talking to them. Oh. Hey. Hey, what's hey, going on? Hey, how's it going, Grandma? Where do y'all live? We live in Blunder. In a little town called Blunder. Say again, Blunder. Oh. Yeah, we, uh, we've been... Yankee. Yankee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you guys getting up to tonight? Uh, she was helping... I was picking up my daughter from her. So uh, now we are taking my daughter to the other babysitter. I guess after I get off the phone with y'all, that's what we're yeah, going home the... and going to bed. I'm down to do some mail. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, I'll uh, I'll take a look at this first one. Um, this one is I'm just fishing this one off the top randomly. This one, this one is called the haircut from hell. The haircut from hell. Okay. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I went to get my hair cut, and the usual woman who would give me a buzz was busy with another customer. In a bit of a rush, I decided to compromise and choose the next available associate. An elderly woman limped to the front of the store wearing a smock. She summoned me to her chair, and in a moment of fight or flight, I did neither. I stepped forward and sat in the chair. Her hands shook with time's cruel truths. She grabbed a heavy pair of barber scissors, and she had at it, chopping and cutting, twisting and combing. I felt a sharp pain on the side of my head and a splash of red liquid on the ground. She had cut my ear. I panicked and shot up from my seat, screaming and yelling, looking for a first aid kit as blood pours from my ear. The woman Ouch. called me a baby and told me to sit back down. Instead, I sprinted forward as fast as I could and ran out of the store, never to return. Signed, Eldridge David. Well, wow. I mean, if I got my ear cut off, I would probably react the same way. Yeah, that, that's yeah, how I mean, that's, 
actually happened to me before. I've never had a ear cut while getting a haircut. So far, knock on wood. At least he gets a good haircut. <laughs> yeah, my, my fiance actually did it to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I've actually put a dog's ear. During the beginning of the uh, pandemic when you couldn't go to a barber shop anymore. So she started doing yeah. that at home. And uh, yeah, she cut my ear off. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and I was helicoptered to. Bye, I love you. <laughs> All right, so if you hear a little background noise, it's me in the car or my daughter screaming. Okay. Just warning you now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. We can uh we, we can we can do this. All right, Sam, you want me to take um, the next one, man? What's up? You want me to take the next one? Yes, please. All right. I'm going to take the next one right off the top. This is called uh, right. Troubling Medication. Dear Buddy and Sam, my doctor gave me some new medication for but it has some concerning side effects. He said if if I start finding blood in my stool, then I need to go to the hospital right away. He said if I start finding blood in my stool, I need to go to the hospital right away. Last night, I was on a date with a lovely lady, and we went back to my place. She ended up spending the night. At around 3 a.m., I woke up with searing abdominal pain. I rushed to the bathroom and laid an awful mess. I turned on the lights to see if there was any red, but unfortunately I'm colorblind, and it's difficult to distinguish between brown and red. Yeah, I can see if you were colorblind, it would uh, be tough to... How would you even do that? But I felt awful and was worried that this was the beginning of a medical emergency. It was 3 a.m., so everyone knew I was... Everyone I knew was asleep. I knew I had only one option... I rushed over from my I rushed over to my one night stand and violently shook her awake and dragged her to my bathroom where I practically shoved her in front of the toilet and showed showed her my hard days worked. I then repeatedly asked her does it look good? Does it look good? Uh turns out it was fine. But needless to say she left. My question for you is this, how are you guys going to draft your fantasy football team this year? Sincerely, Steve. Steve, I think you need help, man. Shouldn't be asking. That was quite a curveball. That was quite a curveball. I mean, I'm I'm glad that uh, Steve. What? I mean, I, I as on one hand, I want to say what the fuck, and on the other hand, I'm not sure what else this guy was supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, technically it was a medical emergency, but it was a funny one at least. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It wasn't even a medical. It was, a, it was, I guess, a red herring. Yeah. False alarm. False alarm. Yeah, false alarm. Just, just showing your, your, uh, just showing your, uh, your, your work, your hard work to, um, to uh, your, your lady of the night. You know, I'm gonna whenever I have to go use the bathroom, I'm gonna start calling. It. I gotta go to work. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like going that. to work. I'm putting in nine to five. All right, Sam, you want to read the next one, man? Yes, sir. So, um, let's see. Got a ton of stuff. Oh, geez, more, more. Uh, speaking of bathroom stuff, I'm noticing an issue, uh, a theme with all of our uh, letters, uh, buddy. Yeah. Um, so this one is titled a tale of two toilets. Okay. Okay. What um, is it? A tale of two toilets. 
A Tale of Two Toilets. Beautiful. Uh, that, that that author would be proud. <laughs> What's that author's name? A Tale of Two Cities. Oh, I don't know. Charles don't Dickens, know. right? Charles, yes. I think that's what it is. Yeah, he'd be proud. Um, anyway, so A Tale of Two Toilets. I work in an office... <laughs> I work in an office building where my company shares the building with two others, each having their own level on the building. Unfortunately, there are only two bathrooms in the entire building, which can make for some real awkward encounters when rushing. This past Monday was particularly bad. I had gone out to eat for my sister-in-law's birthday the night before and had overindulged in food and drink. What was brewing in my stomach was something other than... As I sat in my shared office, I couldn't help myself but to pass the smallest amount of gas. The smell was foul. I could tell everyone around me knew it was me. It was obvious. My stomach turned over loudly. My coworker glanced over and looked me dead in the eyes, her own widened to nearly half of her face. She said plainly but loudly, <laughs> What did she say? <laughs> she said <laughs> she said plainly but loudly run and I dashed down the long corridor to the bathroom a young woman from the office below was utilizing the stall but I opened it and yanked her off <laughs> throwing her out of the room <laughs> she screamed in terror and shock Shot forth from my body was a beam of sputum and fecal matter that a plumber could only dream. Our own, our once pristine white bathroom, now a coffee-esque brown. And now I live in shame, a shell of the person I once was. As changed as I am by the experience, I am still not allowed in that building anymore. But that, my friends, is a story for another day. Tracy <laughs> Webster. <laughs> I mean, maybe at this point I'm invested. I got to find out. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like, yeah, same here. It sounds like uh, this person, got, it sounds like Tracy got a little bit of a PTSD from I, I mean, from that. Imagine imagine having to rip somebody off the toilet so you can blow it up. That's wrong. I've, that's wrong. Seriously. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, <clears throat> that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad, man. All right. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Dear Buddy and Sam, my colleagues and I have been paying close attention to your activities, and I must say we are quite impressed with your passion for historical reenactments. When when have we done a, a historical reenactment? Is he talking about the prank calls? I think so. Uh, he he. I think he goes on a little bit more. We are, of course, referring to Sam Walker's call he made to the woman telling her that he was going to set up Civil War battle reenactments on her front yard. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was one of my own uh, personal favorites. I was kind of proud of that one. Yeah, we'll have to replay that one. Maybe I will tack that on. Yeah. Maybe we'll put that at the beginning of this episode. Uh, let's just say me and my affiliates are interested in more ideas, for we are in the historical reenactment business ourselves. And we are happy to say that you now work for us. Starting next week, you will be giving us his ideas for historical reenactments or else. Well, I don't think you want to know about the what else. We want to see you guys test your ideas in those phone calls you boys like to do so much. We're looking forward to your work, WDUM. We do, do not disappoint us. Sincerely, 
the historical reenactment mafia. Wow, they're really going for it with that name, throwing mafia in the name. Who the oh, hell are yeah. these guys? A little on the nose. Are you worried about that? I mean, we just these guys just pretty much just said, "Yeah, you, you're ours now." Yeah, I don't know why we get. I don't want to be historical mafia's bitch. No, right? We're nobody's yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I don't know why all these. Yeah, uh... that doesn't sit right with me. But like, I mean, I've never heard. This is a whole new uh, power group in in Blunder. I've never heard of. Uh, I'm guessing that I don't even know if they're from Blunder. I've never heard of these guys are. Brand new on our radar. I saw a, a reenactment around here maybe maybe 15 years ago, and it was the only time I've ever seen one. And it was because of, it was some milestone anniversary. And they did the, they did a reenactment, and that was that. I've seen it. I've never heard of the, the historical reenactment mafia. I, I didn't know that was a thing either. But do, you like, think they I, were, do you think they're pissed off because we made those calls? No, I think that they're... I, it sounds like that they're really interested in our ideas. I think they're just, you know, maybe there's just only so much of history to go off of. So they're just looking for like more ideas of like more shit to do. Um, so he, I, I don't know if you want to like, I'm thinking that we just play along with it just a little bit and then maybe, uh, maybe assign uh, Mr. Bowers to check these guys out. Cause I don't want to tell these guys no up front without uh, doing a little bit of homework on them. Right. All right, Sam. I have a Sydney, uh, Mr. I have a letter from the administration here. Okay, sure. Uh, Sydney, as you know, the administration are our uh, bosses here at WDUM. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, this is a letter from them, Buddy and Sam. While other radio shows and podcasts are interviewing geniuses, doctors, theorists, and comedians, you chose to highlight Misty. The contents of those episodes were appalling, and quite frankly disgusting never before have we seen such a vulgar display of ignorance in your censorship of the two ladies this includes sydney buddy you instigated and egged on while sam drilled the ladies with personal questions and inquisitudes that resulted in stories too explicit to be repeated of course they have become the highest downloaded wdum episodes since its beginning that's right yeah, we've we've told you that before, Sydney. Anytime you come on the show, the uh, downloads go way up. Oh, that's what's up. She's, administra- got a band, uh, she's got a you know a cult following. The administration finds itself between a rock care. and a hard place as regards the WDUM. We would like to warn the WDUM against making any more explicit content and implore you to reach out to guests of standard and merit who are welcome and desired by the administration. Perhaps Percival Crumb could be given a larger role on the show, both in front of the camera and behind it. We do, however, love and admire the contributions you make each day. We wish you continued success. You'll need it. The administration. Assholes. I was just saying, sir, are, we, are y'all in trouble? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have very little to do with us. I, I don't even know why we read those on there. Yeah, I mean, so these guys have never been... No, I think out of, like, the, the ten letters that you've gotten from them, only one have uh, has been positive about us. Yeah, they, they basically right. were like, we hope you don't die. <laughs> we hope you don't die. <laughs> it's like the nicest thing. All right, very thoughtful. You got another one, Sam? Some more mail. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I've uh, let, uh, not paying attention to someone's story. <clears throat> Dear Buddy and Sam, I was at a barbecue the other day and I got roped into a non-consensual conversation where someone was perpetually talking towards my face about something. It was really hard to pay attention, but I'm pretty sure he was talking about something he did that he was really proud of. For psychological self-defense, I started playing one of my favorite movies in my head, so I had to had something to entertain myself with until this blowhard finished using me for their emotions. <laughs> A few moments later, I realized that I didn't hear the noise anymore. I started to redirect my attention and realized this person had stopped talking and was looking up at me, beaming with a big, proud smile. I was confused for a moment until I realized that he was done regurgitating his story and was waiting for me to praise him. Like, oh shit, this is the part where I'm supposed to say something. This was inconvenient because I had no idea what the story was even about. I had to say something, right? I couldn't just say, pass the salt. So, a moment or two goes by while I frantically try to think of something, and I just went with, quote, unquote, damn. It should have captured any and all scenarios for what this person could have done, whether it was leaving a 30% tip or thwarting a plot to assassinate the president. It seemed to work. They seemed pleased with the offering. I think I fulfilled my responsibilities as a conversation holder. I kind of felt like an asshole, though, especially since the story was at most 15 seconds long. Sincerely, John. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough to get out of those conversations that you don't want to be in. Yeah. I, I think I mean, that's, that's a, I have to do. Just stare at somebody, play something in my head, and then say, damn. That's yeah. Not that's, or, that's the thing. I don't even, like, this guy sounds like he didn't even know if it was, like, a good or a bad story. Like, damn covers all the bases. It does. I mean, it's actually very universal. Yeah, it's it's perfect. I'm gonna steal that. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, I, you know. So many different ways you'd be like, "Damn!" And be like, yep. "Okay, girl," or "Damn it." Yep. Yeah, someone will be like, yeah, "Oh it's... man, they're telling you a story about their whatever something from their work, and you just weren't paying attention." Just go, "Oh damn, damn." Yep. <laughs> even if it was a tragic, even if it was like the most tragic thing you could think of, you could just be damn. like, "Damn." Damn. Yeah, damn. Damn. Yeah, man. Damn. damn. What doesn't work with damn? Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I mean, the the story was at most 15 seconds long, so maybe this dude needs a little bit more of an attention span. Yeah. Or some right. medi- medication. Like sometimes there's just some people that you just you don't want to talk to. Here's another one. Typical human children. <laughs> okay. Typical human children oftentimes hold an aversion to household cleaning, seemingly from birth. Uh, have you experienced that, Sydney? Does your kid like to clean up? Fuck no. <laughs> but as we all know, there is nothing worse in this world than a dirty floor and a stained window. Yes, yeah, certainly nothing in the world could be worse than that. A few weeks back, yeah. I, I hosted my sister and her children over to my house for a special holiday weekend. Sounds fun. We were jam-packed with fun activities and spending some quality time at home playing board games or taking turns plunging the toilet. All right, there's our bathroom reference. I figured I'd give my sister and her husband the night off, 
I figured I'd give my sister and her husband the night off and I'd watch the two Rugrats. I knew I needed to get my house clean again because it got very messy since I had been hosting my family. I hurried my sister and brother-in-law out the door and showed the kids a bottle of Windex and other high-powered cleaners and degreasers. The bright colors amused them and I left them alone with the chemicals for hours. The kids even appeared to tire themselves out because they were unconscious for the majority of the evening and into the next day. When their parents came home and said, wow, what's your secret? I simply smiled and said, just a little bit of elbow grease. Lloyd Kelder, you need to be arrested, Lloyd. Yeah. Shit. Damn. No. Damn. Damn. I've never given Lou uh, cleaning chemicals, but we bought her a little play sink, and she likes to pretend to wash dishes. That's cool. But she wouldn't actually... Uh, that's all the cleaning I get from her. Yeah, if you put her in front of the real thing, though, she wouldn't. She wouldn't be interested, huh? She'd break my dishes. Yeah. She'd look at me and be oh. like, "What the fuck? He's not your typical child. She will cuss you out like a sailor." Yeah, will she? Why do I believe yeah. that? She will look at you and call you a shit. <laughs> or you a bitch. <laughs> well, I heard that. <laughs> That's amazing. She calls me a douche sometimes. <laughs> she calls you what? A douche. Really? Do, do you deserve yeah. it when she calls she you that? that? Where, where is she getting that from? Okay, so we do have potty mouth, and she she picks it up. And the weird thing is, she uses the words correctly. Like, if we piss her off, she'll be like, you're a shit. You need to shut up. Or she'll be like, she will take her somewhere where she don't know. She'll be like, where the hell am I? <laughs> wow. <laughs> she's two years old and uses these words correctly. It's scary. Uh, she's going to be able to cuss someone out when she's older. I wasn't yeah. even. Hell, I, she's doing it now. I didn't, I didn't even. No. Is it funny? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you can always I work on that. Though. I was like seven. I used to like. I used to not. I used to like cuss, but I didn't know what it meant. Like I used to sing songs with cuss words in them, but I didn't know what I was singing. I didn't yeah. start like yeah. cussing, cussing until I was like fifteen. I gotta say my uh, my profanity usage went way up after I I started working at an office. Yeah. Yeah, people, it yeah. was just but crazy, but people, people swear way more, even worse than like at high school. It's crazy or at college. It's amazing how many F-bombs get dropped. Here's another what? one. Uh, you got another letter there, uh, Sammy? I, I do. It looks like this is just another one off the top. We, we didn't even make a fucking dent in this thing. We got to be more cons- consistent with it. Um, yeah, it's pretty big. Anyway. Yeah. Stop doing it like every three episodes. Yeah. yeah, we gotta just Good be on call. top of it. I mean, like, and we, here's the thing: we we burn 99 percent of these things, and our fans know this, but they still send it to us anyway. So anyway, here's a, here's one called "Exploring the Remnants of the Fizz Soda Factory." Oh, okay, some a little bit of. Yeah, Sydney, are you familiar with the Fizz Soda Factory? No, what is that? Okay, so this is um right when we first started doing the show. There is a uh, a big soda factory in town called um, Fizz Soda, and they had this. It was it was so weird. We started the show, and uh, 
the the soda factory had a massive explosion. Okay. Oh. Um. So yeah, yeah no, that it was, was nuts. It was really like there was there was soda covering like how much of the town, uh, buddy was was covered in soda. Uh, like twenty five percent. It was uh, it was nuts. I mean, I should have known that because that was during my time when I was when I was a mayor. But um, I mean, I barely remember. Man, buddy, you know, I was I was so overworked that time that it's so funny. I can barely remember anything that I did. I think I actually have the uh, news story from that. Okay, sure. As you can hear, ambulances and fire trucks were on the scene at Minnesota today after a mysterious explosion sent thousands of gallons of soda and shrapnel hurling across the city. Conspicuous by his absence at the scene today is the owner of Fizz Soda himself, Ryan Fins. I'm Bob Dew, and this is WDUM Action News. Yeah, that, that's nuts. And then Ryan Fizz, of course, went into hiding after that. He's people still out there somewhere. Yeah. So we haven't heard any updates from the Fizz Soda Factory in quite some time until it looks like just now. Um, so again, this is uh, titled Exploring the Remnants of the Fizz Soda Factory. Yeah, there's nothing over there anymore. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I love exploring old abandoned buildings. That's It's so much yeah. fun. Let's see what this guy's got to do. Um, I recently had an occasion to break into the roped-off area where the Fizz Soda Factory was prior to its explosion. For nearly a year, they've had security guards around the clock, but that all seems to have vanished. I snuck in with two of my friends in the middle of the night and was shocked by what I saw. Large pools of syrupy liquid have grown mold and trapped what could be trillions of flies in the sugary goo. Local fauna approach the ponds and drink from it. They are obese and can barely traverse the former Fizz factory grounds. It appears that makeshift huts have been created by the city's homeless. It's sad to see what was once a bubbling display of American ingenuity is now spoiled, rotten, and decaying. Yeah. It struck me to write to you and ask if you've heard anything about where Ryan Fizz is and if he plans on cleaning things up around here. Pete Helms. Uh, I have not heard anything of, about Ryan Fizz. We've reached out to him several times. Of course, people, if they want to go back, I, I believe it's episode... He's in episode 5 and episode 9. We speak to ryan fizz mm -hmm. but uh no we've reached out to ryan nobody knows where he is some people say he's uh on a uh off in hawaii somewhere uh and some people say he took off to zimbabwe mm -hmm. yeah the dude is good at staying out of trouble and not uh being accountable yeah i mean i'm starting to be able to hear y'all it's like breaking up every other word he's saying who are you still driving sydney yeah i'm probably about 35 minutes away from my house. Hmm. How's it sounding um, now? Um, I can call y'all back when I get, or y'all can call me back in like 30 minutes if y'all are still doing the show. And um, I'll probably have a better signal. How could you Hello? do this to us, Sydney? How could you yeah, do this? Yeah, she's having trouble <laughs> hearing us. Hey, hey no, sorry, no big I deal, Sydney. The signal of the phone. Alrighty, I'm sorry. Alrighty. Okay. Later. Later. So before we wrap things up, Sydney's next appearance on the show is when she met Misty for the first time. 
This is also when her audio started to improve a bit because uh, she downloaded the studio that we use. And uh, this was a fun episode. This was when Sydney met Misty for the first time. Misty, who now hosts our Misty on the Beat segment. So this was a fun episode for uh, Sam and I to, to kind of hear these two meeting and, and hear them talk. Enjoy. Yeah, we were going to tell you, turn that fucking camera off. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, how, yeah, how, so, um, what's up? I didn't want to look at myself either. <laughs> There's the self-esteem that, that's going to get you, um, you know, get you something. Um, get me somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we were hoping, so, so, buddy, FYI, I can hear your music. Um, I'm here for some reason. Yep. Um, so, uh, we can, it sounds like we can all hear each other. I'm going to hit the record on this end. Um, and, uh, Hey Sam, you're right. You're wicked loud, dude. I'm wicked loud. Am I, uh, Sydney, can you confirm? Am I loud on your end too? Yeah, you're pretty loud. Oh geez. Okay. I'm sorry. One second. How about now, 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 test, test, Too test. low. Yeah, go back How about a little now? bit. How about now? That's good. Okay, cool. Um, sorry, I, <laughs> I, I realized I probably shouldn't have been screaming in my microphone. But, <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, Sydney, welcome. We were supposed to have somebody else joining us. Um, have you heard of or met Misty before? Yeah, I've heard of Misty. Okay. Yeah, uh, buddy. Any any response from her? No. So she was supposed to be on the show tonight. To, uh, I'll, I'll read some of her text messages. Uh, we've been talking for the past couple of weeks about Misty coming back on and doing another show, but she's been busy. She lost her phone a couple of times, which happens. Uh, she. So I got a message from her on Monday that said, "Hey, bud. Hope I didn't piss you guys off for missing the last show." I was supposed to do. My phone had been lost under the seat of my van for days and I couldn't find it. And then when I found it, I, it quit working the next day. I'd really like to be on again. You guys are fun to talk to and I have so many entertaining stories. Some fun, some crazy, some sad, and some relatable. I hope you'll have me back on. I don't think I got a chance to tell you guys about the experience of going to see a band, but we can talk about my days as a dancer, my music, my childhood, how my day went. It really doesn't matter because it's all crazy. Uh, I responded. I assured her all was good. We'd love to have her back on. Just let us let us know when she can. She said Thursday at nine. Right? We should pick a topic you think your listeners would like to hear. We can talk about my time dancing on Bourbon Street and ending up as a licensed New Orleans historian, or we can talk about teens being inappropriate online. Which I think I get arrested if I talked about that. Sure. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Because I've definitely had as we some, always talk about, she said because I've definitely had some experience with that since we talked last. So obviously she raises a kid. And something went down there. Uh, so <laughs> she sends another message today, right? So Sydney, what's the vibe again? Yeah. Does she just not want to be on the show, or do you think these are actual problems that are happening? Um, 
I think she's actually having some issues. Because why would she not want to come talk to you guys? Y'all are fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I enjoy it. Right? All, oh, all no, of our guests. Up, <laughs> we we got to just start mailing out, you know, backup phones to our guests because this is... <laughs> We, we've got bad luck. We're, that's the W. That's the the other WDUM curse. Is whenever you get whenever. become a guest on our show, um, you just you just something happens to your phone. Right. So <laughs> yeah. So I told her uh, I'd be in touch. She could call into the show today. So we had all the plans. We set the time up. Uh, she said it's a date. So I sent the, uh, which is a, a classic. And uh, Sydney, I think you can speak on this. I think uh, chicks really like when I do this. I send the uh, the happy face with the sunglasses. <laughs> Do girls like that? That's a buddy. That's a buddy special. I think it's funny. It's okay, it's funny. funny. It's, yeah, it's funny. So like, it's I, like the cool face. It's just like, all right, cool. All right. So that's it's how useful. I take it. I don't know how she takes it. It's pretty but much. Whenever I get the sunglasses, I'm just like, ah, oh, okay, cool. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. It's interesting. I didn't know there was like so much meaning behind them. Yeah, there's a lot of meaning behind the emojis. Y'all should do a show just on the emojis one day. That'll get yeah. you a lot. Yeah, you you should be. Oh, on that we, show we would with be. Us. Yeah, because we would be so out of our element. Yeah. <laughs> we actually should, Sam. That would be pretty funny. We would be totally out of our like element the doing that. Eggplant emoji, the peach emoji. I know those two actually. You do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, those are the only two. Okay, so like, there's an emoji that has the two big eyes. It's mm-hmm. just the two eyes kind of like looking to the left. That means, um, like, what you talking about? Like, huh? Or okay. Like, it has two meanings. It can mean like, what you talking about? Or it can mean like, damn, she fine. <laughs> okay. Like, what you got I- going on over there? All right. So what does the so I'm looking at one right now. It's a uh So it's like a We're witnessing the beginning of the new English language by the way. Yeah. This is it, it, idiocracy has has started. So this this is one I'll get sent to me often, right? And it's usually by a very nice person. So it's a uh, the smiley face and its eyes are closed but happy and it's it's got its hands in front. All right, I'm going to send it. Uh, well, I have your number, buddy. Hold on. Yeah, you do. So, uh, t- yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me. Is it. Let's see. You said it has the. It's a smiley face. Yeah, I can what? send um, it to you. Yeah, do that. I'm trying to figure out which one it is, but there's so many. The ones that have the hands? Yeah, like it looks like it's uh, giving something and it's smiling. It's got blushed cheeks. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's like it sometimes it either means like a hug. Okay. That, that's how I take it is a hug. A hug. General warmth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Buddy, remember when LMAO was like the state of the art? Yeah, Man, that, I still use that regularly. Oh, I, I yeah. use that. Uh, that's a great. It, it shows that you thought what the person said was funny. Yeah, lol is now like more used to diffuse awkwardness than anything yeah. else. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, hey, yeah. your dog just died. Lol. <laughs> 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 hmm. Hmm. 
<laughs> oh shit, that was good. Mm. So, <laughs> so Misty con- Misty continued uh, after I sent her the. We'll, we'll go back to emojis. Uh, so she she sent I sent her the emoji with the sunglasses, and she actually said, "LOL, you are too smooth." I was thinking. I don't know how political you'd like to get, but I have some insight into Roe versus Wade being overturned because I was uh, she had a situation. Uh, she said she's from Louisiana. There's a big story in the news from here about an, another woman going through the same thing. Uh, she was going by fake name, so I couldn't find her in schools. Uh, talks about killing alligators. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a weird text to wake up to that that you sent me. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna share all the details. I'll let that's why I, I was wondering if you would. <laughs> yeah, that, I read that super awkwardly, but that's just because I'd rather have her come on and talk about that stuff if she wants to. Yeah, good gonna, good call. That's just the kind of man I am. Yep, you know what I mean. What emoji? Yeah. Would, what emoji would depict this situation right now? What should I send what her? She, she, so I said, she said, uh, I that she made herself sound crazy. Sorry about that. I'm not the only one in this situation. I said, no, you don't sound crazy at all. Trust me. Uh, it's a sounds like a, an important story. And then uh, I said, still, are we still on for tonight? And she never answered. So what should I follow up with for an emoji? Um, let's see, I'm looking through my emojis now. <laughs> what would I want to get sent? Yeah, if you didn't show up for the show. Did she? Th- so if you ever if you ever don't show up to a, a show or so you always respond to us though and tell us if you can't do it. For the most it. part, if, yeah. if yeah. Like my phone's not dead or no signal or you're not or stolen. Dri- driving or around. Stolen, yeah. I, 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 I'm glad that you're on Riverside because it's cool to hear your voice on like a good audio quality, but I kind of miss hearing you roam around and go to parties and drive around and your grandma and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I can go. My family's all in the living room. I can go sit in there and you can hear all the background noise. <laughs> oh, sure. We might we might take you up on that later. Um, uh, I'm sure they'd and, like to go sit here and listen to me talk. And... and in the meanwhile, though, um, you did have a. You said you had a good story for us. Would I call it good? No. Would I call it karma? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so, one of those, huh? Yeah. Um, my, the where my phone got stolen, that trap house, it got burnt down. It got set on fire and burned to the ground. Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Um. The neighbor what that I was to- at. <laughs> I really don't know the story. Like, I don't know the whole details. I know we drove by there a couple of days ago, and um, there was like 15 cops surrounding the place. There was a fire truck, three ambulances, and people were getting in cop cars, and some were getting in ambulances. Jeez. And the house was burned to the ground. No more trap house. Wow. And is it bad? All I could think of was now you don't have the biggest trap house in the city, loser. <laughs> hey, I guess they got what they had coming to them. 
no telling how much, like, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, could it have been an insurance claim? Like, could it have been insurance fraud? And I was like, mm, not in this neighborhood. And yeah, I, like, I don't think right. trap houses are known for insurance schemes, but. No. And then I was like, well, could it have been arson? And I was like, possibly. And then another option was, were they cooking a meth lab and it blew up? Yeah, that's probably the most likely option. Uh, yeah, I think it was just self-sabotage, just like them not knowing how to use, you know, kitchens, right? Right. <laughs> Meth or otherwise. You haven't too long. Mm. It's probably the it's probably the dumbest reason that neither of us have have thought of. Probably not, and we'll never know. I don't even think they had news people out there investigating it. Yeah. How, how big of a trap house was this? Um, when we pulled up to get my phone. There was at least seven cars in the driveway. Can you explain to our listeners who may not know uh, what, a trap what, house is? what a trap house is, please? Uh, like a um, a dope house where you go to get your drugs. Uh, something always going on. If you want to uh, pay to get some head, you can get some from there, too, probably. It's like a commune. Yeah, just a bunch of druggies kind of like piling up in a house. It's pretty much what it is, honestly. So, yeah, in, the, in, in a previous episode, you talked about how you had lost your phone and it, you actually wound up at that trap house to get it back. Yep. <laughs> right. I did. I got it back the next day. So what have you been up to lately? Um... Let's see what's crazy happened. I I don't think anything like wilds happened. Um, I got disappointing news, but it's still good news. What is it? Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, we're fine. Everything's fine. Um, me and Joe are still getting married, but we're not doing a wedding. Oh shit! Trying to save some money. To the courthouse. Because that's a little bit more our style. We're sitting here trying to sit down, get this wedding shit into play. And really, nobody's trying to help us with it. And we don't know how to do it ourselves. So kind of like, I also don't want to be the center of attention. I'm not good at being center of attention. And a wedding's all about me, pretty much. And I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, what if we that. helped you? What if we helped you organize the wedding? Because we were really looking forward to this. Okay, so my offer was, y'all, I, I still kind of want to chill around. So, like, if you want to come when we go to the courthouse, you are more than welcome. You are more than welcome. That would be, we could be the witnesses. Okay. Yeah, you could be our witnesses. Perfect. Well, How many other witnesses are there going to be? Oh, um, I'll probably have, I don't know, probably just y'all two, honestly. We, we, we can go to Denny's afterwards. You want to go to Denny's? I'm down to go to Denny's. Yeah, that's like right. <laughs> well, that sounds cool. fun. We'll set up a date. Or, well, yeah. So what would we what would we do afterwards? Uh, so we go out to we'd go out to dinner and then. Do you want to go on air afterwards? We could. Well, we throw a little party. Yeah, that's what maybe do a live feed. I think we could go to a bar or something. Do you know any good bars around there? Yeah, there's actually a couple. Um, there's courtyard. It depends on if you want to come or up to like closer to my house. Well, like if you want to hang around Birmingham, um, yeah, there's a bar. We'd be up called, for whatever. 
Courtyard, there's one in 280, and there's one in Pell City. And they're actually really good. Um, Joe's sister works at the one in Pell City. So, like, we know somebody. I don't know. Or we can go to, like, I've never been to a club before. I don't know how clubs work. Closest thing I've been to a club <laughs> is Wesley's Booby Trap, and that was a strip club. Yeah, um, you know, I don't think you have to worry about that. Buddy and I aren't, aren't going to push hard for for clubs. Okay. I'll Actually, I don't, I don't know, Buddy. Is is that still true? Like, are you like still not a club guy? Yeah, I I went to a a club by accident once because my friends lied to me, <laughs> and I just turned around and walked out and left immediately. Oh. Yeah, well, it's it's not our scene. Yeah, we can just stick with the bar. I'm down for that. But yeah, there's a bunch of bars around here. Like, there's a lot. So like, what do you what do you guys drink? I like tequila. Uh, tequila. Joe's more of a um, more of a whiskey drinker. Yeah, is it like Jack? Yeah. All right. Cool. But yeah, tequila's my shit. All right. Well, make sure. Hey, what do you guys think of uh? Jack. What what do you guys think about Black Label? I just picked some up. What's that? Johnny Walker. That's Scratch. oh yeah. I, for some reason, I was thinking about uh uh Jack. I thought it was Jack Daniels for a second, but you're right. It's Johnny Walker. Yeah, I like I like Johnny Walker Black. I think uh, it's a little expensive. If I'm gonna buy, if I'm gonna have a whiskey to sip on, I still like Jim Beam the best. Jim Beam mm. is good. Yeah, I can have Jim Beam with. Uh, I can have Jim Beam neat or on the rocks. Uh, either way is fine for me. Um, I have a new obsession, and it's uh, alcoholic pickles. Oh, shit. You make your own? No, uh, you can buy them. It's like moonshine pickles. I think I saw those. They had them at a store near my house that sells... Uh, they have, like, clearance house do- stuff. Yeah, they also do like moonshine peaches and cherries, and it is all so good. It's so good. How many do you have to eat to feel a buzz? Um, I'm not really that much of a heavyweight. I'm pretty lightweight, so I could eat like four and be feeling buzz. If I ate the whole jar, I'd probably be fucked up. That's pretty convenient. Because like yeah. you bring those to like, but like seriously, you could bring them to the movies or something. Right. Mm. Down. Then you can. Pretty you can good smell discreet them. snack at work. I would totally try to eat some. Smoked <laughs> at work before. Yeah, I. That's always freaked me out. <laughs> I've done that before. I've smoked at work before. I'm gonna have to edit this part out, but Sydney, I gotta tell yeah. you about this this story that happened. Uh, yeah, I know what you're gonna say. About smoking at work, uh, Sam was at my place, staying over, and because uh, we had been hanging out, playing video games the night before, and uh, recording the show. So I was supposed to be at work the next morning, and I woke up, and uh, I I thought I had the day off, and I was kind of like I didn't really have anything I had to do that day at work, so I just smoked a bunch of weed, and uh, <laughs> I had to go to Lowe's to get something. So I drive down the street to Lowe's. Who the fuck do I see? My boss. Um, clearly, clearly stoned. 
she <laughs> she comes up to me. She's like, "Hey, buddy." She's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Shit, I have to make up an excuse for why I'm here right now." I uh, I was like, uh, uh, "I was like something broke at one of the the houses." She's like, "Yeah, oh, okay. What's going on?" And I was like, uh, "Everything's great." Just like ran out of the store as fast as I could. <laughs> I remember, like, when you got back to your place, it took you so long to explain what the problem was. Because <laughs> I couldn't, like, because I couldn't explain why, because nothing, because thinking back on it now, I don't think she, I don't think she knew. Oh, no, the follow-up to that story is, so I went to my, my boss was moving, and she uh, she knows I have a truck, so she asked for my help to move. So I went over there to help her move and uh, I'm helping her move her grill. And she's like, hey, I thought you'd like this. And she like opens up the grill and it's just this like massive packed bong. (gasps) (laughs) So I was like, shit, I uh, was not expecting that from my boss. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Mm. My boss. How's that? How's that prick that I we talked to on the phone. Liz the Paul? pet star. Um, he's good. He's actually really good. We're friends. Like he's not. Okay, he's not a dick, but right. he says dumb. <sighs> he can't control what comes out of his mouth. Like he's a good person. I I will go out on a limb. I I won't even go out on a limb. He's a good person. He just. He likes to run his mouth. Like today, I need the gas money, and he gave me twenty bucks and a snake. Huh? <laughs> I don't know, Sam. Does that, so that is that does that is redeem the him? System strong. Um, you know, if, if he's okay, but in Sydney's. Yeah, if he's okay in Sydney's book, then you know what the hell. I mean, she was the one that was at ground zero, so. You know. Yeah, he uh he's a little he's a little rude and pushy. But he's a good person. He's just he's had a rough life, man. And you know what? If he wasn't so shitty to you when we initially spoke on the phone, you wouldn't be on the show right now. So That's what I was I said that to Joseph the other day. I was like, "You know what? If Les Paul wasn't an asshole, I wouldn't be doing this." What's his name? Les Paul? Yeah. Okay, like that's guitar. cool. Yeah, that's why that's why I had to confirm. Yeah. Hey guys, quick sound check. Am I still loud? Yeah. You're good. Well, it, on my end it's good, but I'm on a phone, so. Keep can you gotcha. say uh can you say uh test, I, or- test, test, I ordered test, a test, cheeseburger. Test. I I told you I ordered a double cheeseburger with fries. Yeah, now you sound good. Milkshake. Okay. That's the our go-to test. Um uh, Sydney, do you have, um, do you, how many people do you tell about the, uh, the show? Um, anybody that asks me about podcasts or like, you know, kind of when I'm getting ready to go run into a bedroom, I'm like, I got to do my podcast. Hold on. <laughs> and then they're like, I'll get done. And they come out and they're like, what podcast do you do? And I explain it to them. How many people are living in, in your place? I, I like that one of the examples. Okay, so most of the time, <laughs> most of the time when I talk to y'all, I'm not at my house. I'm at other people's houses. The first time we talked on the phone, I was at my brother's. Now I'm at my grandmother's. 
But in my house, there's four of us and 11 dogs. That's crazy. I, I just want to point Three out rabbits. that that you said that one of the, for an example, one of the times you, you tell people about a podcast is when you're about to go do it. Yeah. <laughs> you just, just run into the other room. That's so good. <laughs> oh, man. I got this thing. I got to go by. I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, I got to do the podcast. Got to go. And then I get back and they're like, where'd you go? What did you do? And I'm like, I did my podcast. What podcast? Doing a prank call. <laughs> so how many people have you taught? I'm, I'm guessing you've either got a, a very, like a handful of people in your life or like tons and tons and tons. Okay. So both, like, I know a lot of people, but I don't talk to a lot of people. I don't like people if I'm being honest. That's You're why, definitely that's more why of an animal you, person. Like some people, like I tolerate most people. There's a genuine like I could probably count maybe on my fingers and toes how many people I'm like I would consider friends, but that's still a lot. But like I still don't talk to half of them. Is like, that because the, uh, you you are you still working a lot? Um. Yeah. In fact, that. I'm just kind of like, I live so far away from everybody else. Like, I live almost an hour and a half away from, like, my family. Like, the house I'm at now, I live an hour away from. Yeah, so, so like, do you drive far home? Away. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, we have to drive home. It sucks. I hate it. I hate driving. I've been in so many wrecks, and driving is not my strong point. Wait, how many car accidents have you been in? Uh, oh, boy. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I make sound effects when I'm nervous. No, it, it's going to be a good number, I can tell. It's probably... Let's see, I've had 12 cars in my life. Holy... I've wait, how old are you? 22. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um I've crashed four of them. Okay. So what yeah. what is it? Are you That's... are you an aggra- aggressive driver? Are you distracted? No. Are you on your phone? Um, a lot of things actually happen to me. Okay. Like it's not me doing like I'm not wrecking. I'm getting wrecked. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's not your that's not your yeah. fault then. You made it sound like you were You're a like a victim of circumstance. Two of them yeah. were my fault. Two of them was their fault. Okay. Uh, the first one, ten, uh, the the worst one was my last one, and I had I just bought a Jeep. I bought a 2012 Jeep Patriot. Oh, I hadn't even made my first payment on this car, guys, and um, we lived. I lived with my boss. And uh, Coleman at the time, and I was a mile away from the house. The speed limit's 55. I was going the speed limit. I had just had all my stuff in my car because I was moving. And I'm going 55 around sharp curve. And then when I get close to the curve, there's a line of cars stopped at a dead stop. Like nobody's moving. I'm going 55. Coming around a curve, I slam on my brakes. My brakes are skidding because I was, you know, skirt. 
And mm-hmm. so my option is to either A, we're in a line of cars going 55 miles an hour or run off the road. Well, I ran off the road, but I was yeah. going so fast. I ran up an embankment, hit a tree, and flipped my Jeep. And I wasn't wow. wearing the Oh, shit. So when I hit, when I ran up and hit the tree, all the stuff that I had packed up in the back flung up. I got hit by a liquor bottle that was in the back. So when the <laughs> cops came, I had a liquor bottle in the front seat. Well, technically, it was upside down. So there was a liquor bottle like right under the front seat where it should be. And so I had to get a DUI on the field and all that shit. And I wasn't even drinking. And they were like, oh, not a DUI. I had to take a field sobriety test. Right. On top of just having a wreck. So like I was fucked up. It was great. It was a 10 out of 10 experience. A 10 out of 10 experience. So I have some. I have a little bit of breaking news. Yeah. Uh, Misty is actually ready to come on. Cool. Okay, let's see if we can. Uh, Should I just uh, we have... send her the link, Sam? Oh shit! She's yeah, like, you have her email. Uh, um. Yeah, I did tell her about the app, right? I I told her about it. I I think she's gonna use a computer, so she just has to click the link. Okay. <laughs> Mind the noise. I'm about to run through my kitchen outside because I need nicotine. Yeah, I, no problem. Hey, yeah, your Sa- fix. Sam, can you hear this? <laughs> hello, hello, yes. hello. Yes. His- Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. We all know who that is. Yeah, Joe said hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Joe? Oh, hey, uh, Joe. They said hey, Joe. Is that Lulu? Where are my cigarettes? <laughs> oh, What up, Lulu? Oh, hey, Lulu. Buddy and Sam said hi. Say hi, buddy. Say hi, buddy. Hi, Sam. Say hi to Uncle Sam and Uncle Buddy. How about Auntie Catherine? Oh, that's my mom. Can they call it? Can Lulu call us Uncle Sam and Uncle Buddy? Oh, you want to see Uncle Sam and Uncle Buddy? I just, you just want to screw off. <laughs> I think my mom has a crush just on y'all's voices. Sorry about that. My mom stole my cigarettes earlier and I had to get them back. Guys, hey, what's Yo, going on? Sorry, Sorry we're, we're uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, just trying to get some uh, studio stuff, <laughs> trying to get ready for uh, Misty over here. She's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging in. I, I, I'm so glad that, that you're on Sydney because I, I think you're really going to appreciate uh, that you're going to be able to contribute. All right. I'm just plugging in a bunch of cables in the the speakers. Can y'all hear the crickets and shit in the background? Uh, um, let me try. Barely. It's, okay, it's I was going to say, if that's bothering you, I can move this back. It's ambiance. I like it. it. Makes me sound like I have a cool background. What kind of cigarettes do you smoke? Or do you roll no, your own? No, ew. Uh, my grandmother does. Yeah. 
That's awful. Rolled cigarettes are awful. I used to like one once in a while. I smoke the Marble NXT because uh, you can pop them and decide if you want nicotine or nicotine. If you want menthol or regular. That's cool. So, Oh, yeah. I used my, to have the uh, camel ones. Yeah, camel crushes. I like yeah. these because um, Joe smokes regular cigarettes. He smokes the Marlboro Reds. So, like, if he runs out, he can have one of mine and still not have menthol. It has yeah. been. Uh, I just had a pouch the other day for the first time in a long time. One of those ZYNs. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. My uh, when I worked with Joseph at the car dealership place, our boss chewed on those, and they he he didn't he never smoked cigarettes. He's never smoked a cigarette in his life, but. His wife stressed him out so bad, he said, fuck it, and he got <laughs> the dip. Yeah, How did his wife stress him out? He didn't go into detail about it. Yeah, probably for the best. I uh, I recently quit dip again because I uh, had been wor- working so much lately. I was working so late, I just used it as an excuse to start dipping again. And when I use the kayak, there's nothing better than packing a lip, fishing around the kayak. Oh, that sounds so fun. I want to go fishing. I've never been on a kayak. Oh, man. I have a, I'm lucky. I live next to like this cemetery, but it has like a nice little stream that goes through it into a lake. And hey, that's uh, right up my alley. I love cemeteries and I love lakes or creeks. So, yeah, I, I love it over here. I'll, I'll send you a picture of what it looks like. You can, like drag a kayak right down to the water. There's bass, huge, huge snapping turtles. I've caught so many baby oh. snapping turtles in here. Can you snag me one and send it to me? I, how how I can I do that? Happen. Just do express I mail. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't. No, know it's definitely not that. legal. Well, well I I bought a I bought I bought a baby snapping turtle illegally because this I did too. Yeah, same and here. What the fuck? <laughs> my dog oh. Ate it. oh, I thought you said your frog at first. I was like, how? No, like, what what kind of a? Yeah. S- Sam, you you did you ever smoke cigarettes? I can't remember. I just bummed once or tw- one or two of them off you, like in the camera. Are those and black stuff. and milds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we see, those black milds be sick. Oof, oof. I used to d- what's up? S- smoke two black and milds on the way into. A- work every day or school and then two on the way home yeah oh lord see one of them when i could smoke them before i got pregnant getting pregnant messed me up because i couldn't do shit afterwards it's crazy um, i I can't i don't remember smoking that much but when you talk about all this stuff it's like holy shit i (laughs) yeah like there was like months huh joseph smokes a pack a day it's it's a bitch to kick. I mean, like, it's would really you, you guys? I, would you guys ever do like the vaping thing? Yeah, we tried it, but it worked for Joe. It actually worked for him, and I'm kind of upset because I'm the one that got him smoking cigarettes again. Mm-hmm. But they did not work for me. I was irritable. I was pissy. Yeah, it was fun for anybody involved. So I, I wonder what irritable. And pissy Sydney looks like. 
think uh, Misty's like, joining you, us. You, you've just okay, cool. What? I think I was no, saying. No, I wonder on. what irritable and yeah. Um, it's not fun. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think y'all haven't heard me get loud? But like, I'm a loud mouth in general. So when I start like getting mad, I kind of like holler. I probably shouldn't. I need to chill out. But I kind of get. I'm the one that gets mad and yells. And I also cry. Like if I'm really pissed off, I will start crying. I'm just a big old baby, to be honest. Well, I think everybody needs to chill out a little bit. I'm trying to. Oh wait, I think we got a New Orleans lady. I I have a feeling that might be Misty. Hey, what's going on, Misty? (laughs) Hey guys. Hey chick. Here we are. Uh, if you could get a little closer to the microphone, maybe. How about now? That's that's good. Still not as great. Uh, yeah, you actually might be a little too close. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Sounds like it's in your mouth. Okay. Otherwise, you sound awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> How about now? Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. So, Mister, so, wel- welcome back on. We've got a. Uh, we've got myself. This is Buddy. We've got my co-host Sam Walker. Yeah, hi, Bud. Hey, Sam. Hey, hey, Misty, how's it going? And also oh, on the line. my house. Also on the line, we've got uh, another cast member on the show, uh, Sydney. She, we actually met her Hi, on the show. She was one of our callers one day. And we just connected, and uh, she's been on the show ever since. We've kind of been uh, following each other and became close friends. Uh, so Sydney's joining us for the show tonight. But buddy, I gotta say, having seeing Sydney and Misty in the same room, it's like seeing the Avengers come together. This is like when Thor met Iron Man for the first time, and that's like a, like a power union. So yeah, good to have, great. Great to have both of you on at the same time. I'm not sure who's whose life has, is filled with more. Whose life is crazier? Both of you are like neck and neck, but it's I, when I say crazy, I mean good, good crazy. Well, I would I would describe it as hectic. Yes, good God, yes. Oh, life is psycho. <laughs> oh God, how many kids do you have? <laughs> that, I don't even it gets, like, if you count all oh. my animals. I probably have like 32. Oh, girl. Okay. So I have four, two with autism, and we bought a house with a cat door. So I'm not sure how many animals we have, but I do know that I have to remove a third from my house today. So, <laughs> oh, so your animals are uninvited. Definitely uninvited. Like, okay, see, mine are here on purpose. <laughs> Mine are all wanted. <laughs> well, once they come in, we we kind of let them stay. We're we're a, a house of misfits. Why not let them come in and sleep? <laughs> and we have we have eleven dogs, three cats, three rabbits. I have three chickens, a goose, a bearded dragon, three snakes, about to be four. I have four Girl. rats, four mice, two giant ass turtles. Uh. Two gerbils. A crusted gecko. I gotta tell you, that'll keep the fucking robbers out. <laughs> it does. 
No, none of our shit was stolen besides my phone, and that was in my car. That was my fault. Hey, maybe you need to put one of those bearded dragons in the back seat just in case. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll just throw my pit bull back there. Let try me now, ho. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, we take the big dog. He's he doesn't even have any teeth anymore, but he's big um, enough to scare people yeah, off. He just looks scary. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> So what's going on otherwise, guys? I, I really am sorry I missed the last time that we were planned to to do this. I'm excited to be talking to everybody again, though, and meeting Miss Sydney here. She hey, sounds it, a lot like me. You're right. It, it's <laughs> definitely, and I no problem. We we can always uh, bounce with the punches. Thank you for coming on tonight. We're really excited to have you. So what what have you been up to? You tried out for you said you had a band tryout recently. Yes. Remember last time I told you guys about this band that was interested in me? Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you, it's been a while. Okay. So the guy was, you know, he's like, oh, we're ready to um, audition. Uh, maybe you just want to come out and see us play first and make sure you, this is the kind of music you want to do. So I drove three hours. I stayed out eight hours. Love the band. The band is exactly what I was looking for. Then never heard anything for like three days. So I was like, hmm. So I sent a message and I was like, oh, thank you so much for inviting me out. You guys are really what I'm looking for. You know, let me know when you're to have me come over. And he's like, oh, we'll let you know when we're auditioning. I'm like, wait, what? You you literally put a Craigslist ad up claiming that you were auditioning. You made me, which I didn't tell them all this, but this is what I'm thinking. Is yeah, I try really hard to be polite, even when I'm about to lose my shit. But uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then afterwards, I started thinking about it. We did not talk at the at the event because he didn't want the female singer that was with them to know that I was supposed to be uh, auditioning. Uh, so the fact that he lost interest is like, whoa, because I never spoke to him. I never sang. It has to be solely off of my looks, which is really depressing because I find myself fairly attractive. <laughs> I think we all find ourselves fairly attractive, but I'm an attractive lady. As, so judge me on nothing I look like has happened. It has me a little jaded, guys, and I haven't even been trying to find a band since then. Uh, uh, Sydney, Misty actually has a beautiful voice. She sang for us on uh, the episode she was on, and she has a beautiful voice. Uh, you sang... Um, the Adele song. Yeah, yeah. What's the name uh, of that song? Um, Someone Like You, I think. Yes. Someone. Yeah. Go? Is that what she said? Oh, no, no, I she said, said... Ooh. Oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been working on a new... I've been working on this new song, Girl... It may not be new, but I've never heard it. Girl Kid, Girl Crush, I'm working on... Uh, by Cam? Uh, girl, it's by Little Big Town. It's yeah. country song. 
And then I'm working on Little Egypt by Cher. Well, not by Cher, but she did it in the in the movie Mask. If you guys, I don't know how old you are. So, oh, I've heard this. Oh, I've seen the hell out of this. Want everything she had That smile and that midnight laugh She's giving you now I want to taste her lips Yeah, cause they taste like I want to drown myself In a bath of her Touch, yeah, cause maybe then you'd want me to. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it's, I just wanted to hear what the song sounded like, but that was great when you guys jumped in. Beautiful song. Yeah. That is that a good the, song. Uh, that's the Little Big Town. Yeah. Little Big Town. Andy, go on, baby. Go with your, go with Nana. Cindy's doing a little bit of uh, multitasking. Yeah, I'm I'm in my closet right now. I dare one of them to open the door. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's all right, girl. Don't apologize. We're gonna send you a um, portable uh, recording studio, Sydney. Just just (laughs) FYI, send it to the same address. Hey guys, uh, you know, seventy by seventy square feet. Guys, we've actually got a. Um, house. I don't know what you mean. Do we have a caller? We actually do. Are you guys cool if we take a call? You know, I love our call. Your call. I said ours as if hey, I'm they're your callers. They're ours. You're part of the family okay. now. Anyone that appears on the show. Right. I love you guys. Uh, oh, we love yeah, you too. Cinema. I love you, party. All right. Uh, Scooter, can you patch line? Well, I think line two, three, please. Hello, hello, hello. It is I. Yep. Yes. Waylon. Wilford. Woods. Hey, Waylon. You're on the line with Misty again, but please keep it clean and try to keep it short. Sydney's on, too. Hey, Waylon. Nice. Hey, Waylon. As a freshly unopened syringe, my lad. How are things today, my uh, boys? Ugh. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm fine. That's a little nasty, guys. But yeah. Glad oh, to no. have. Uh, we're glad to have Misty on the show. And Samantha. Yeah. How was the week? Tried you, my boy. Uh, yeah, fine, Wayland. Did you have a question or something? It's more of a commitment, lad. Misty, oh, Misty, lass, I beg of your pardon. I I was something of a hog last time we spoke, and I've hated myself for it ever since. Uh, Can you ever find it in your heart to forgive me? Mm. Even if you're not being serious, of course. 
There is lots of room in my heart for forgiveness. The funny thing is, Waylon said so much worse things to Sam and I and to Sydney, right? I believe oh. as well. Yeah. I don't even remember what he said to Misty, to be honest, but I'll take his word for it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) But I do. Nonetheless, nonetheless, my dear, I must tell you, you have inspired me. Oh. Oh. Wow. Well, awesome. What? what, Well, I don't know if I want to ask. Inspire you to do. I'm just gonna stay here and (laughs) I'm just gonna hear this. I'm just gonna be speechless and nervous, Misty. Yeah, in support of your musical journey, in so much as it echoes my own, I've penned you a number. Um, could I could I please play it for you? Uh, the band's all here. We've absolutely well, wait, I'm not not the host, but You, you have a band with you, Waylon. I guess, Sam, what do you think? I guess it's fine. Uh, you know, we what, are we going to say no to this? Number? I mean, go ahead, Waylon. Keep it clean, buddy. Okay, the set here, the background, I want you to picture it. The background is a bar, a typical old school, old country bar, the one Missy used to work at. In this yep. corner, we've got we've got some police tape for all the murder investigations that are going on, and we've got beautiful okay. women slinging yeah. drinks and rough, yeah. rough and tumble yeah. guys at the bar. Yeah, she's been off the road for nearly forty years, shooting billions oh of pocket put me in her haze. Sweet, sweet Misty, doing her act. She didn't make the last band, and that's a natural fact. Up all night, we're dancing, she's investigating. I got to tell you, singing's her thing. Booze and murders keep her right. But as long as oh she God. can find someone to play with tonight, we're obviously starting a band. We're obviously starting a band. She's coming to your town. She's looking for supporters and fans. Misty starting a band. Wow, Waylon. Okay, bear with me. Hey, Waylon. Now we can do this. Oh, going back for young Chiquitas in Louisiana. Waiting for patrons to return to the bar. Feeling good? Mm-hmm. He's Feeling got tunnel vision. He's got too much momentum. It's Saturday night. He was out of sight. Now these fine ladies, they had a plan. They were going to mess with the mayor's wife. She was with another man. They said, come on, dudes, let's get it on. Missy starting a band. Missy starting a band. She's coming to your town. She's looking for supporters and fans. Missy starting a band. Misty starting a band. Come on, everybody sing. Misty, do do. Misty starting a band. Somebody, come on now. We're coming to you. Misty starting a band. Misty starting a band. Everybody on the stage now. A slow, lone, lone spotlight on Misty. Her supporting band. And now come as one. They join her on the stage. Yeah, that's enough. Cut him. 
please cut him. I can't I can't believe he has to make like the murder tape. What? Obviously, he took notes at the last broadcast because uh, he pretty much got everything in there. It would have been a great song without the whole murder yeah, thing he, added. He's uh, he's done this to to Sam Sydney. I, I, he's done it to myself too, and many other people. He, he doesn't really have much of a filter. Uh, Why do we let him call? It's true. I think he. I'm he, considering banning him anyway because of what's going on with Percy. Did you talk to Percy last time, Misty? I think I, I believe I did. Yeah. So, so um, he he does. Percy the, sounds familiar. He does the rock and roll site, like rock and roll news segment on our show. Oh no, I don't think I did then because I only uh, talked to you two. Yeah, yeah. We we filled Sydney in on this a little bit uh, about yeah, the issues with Percy. Bits. So the name he sounds familiar. I don't think I've ever talked to him. So he uh, he's been on the show since the beginning, but uh, he recently we hired him to do a cover some rock and roll news. So every week he'd come to the show with some rock and roll news. Sometimes he'd uh, call, go to a business and interview them for a, to give them an award, like the rock and roll store of the week or something. But uh, he lied to us. He was supposed to come do a show. He said he was going to go on assignment to California. The station paid for his trip to California. Oh my God. And he said, so he said he was going to cover something and he said it was a major surprise. It was going to be this big story. Uh, Mm -hmm. He comes back and he he just does this lame story about Amoeba Records. Oh, guys. So I'm watching. You a rock and roll person? (laughs) Yeah, well, sure. That would be ama- that would hey. be amazing. But uh, I, let's go back to that. But just so I can fill you in on what the rest of what happened. So I'm watching Better Call yeah. Saul. Yeah. Uh, well, I was watching TV one night, Better Call Saul, and one of the commercials was for McDonald's, and I noticed that Percy's like an extra. Oh my! So I. <laughs> so I I kind of started putting two and two together, and I'm like, this guy lied to us he got the station to pay for him to get a free ride to california so he could be an extra he probably made like well we asked him on the air sam right he made about 150 dollars yeah but still i mean (laughs) i mean so he he, and and let let me be let's let's be perfectly clear this guy percy is like the like clark kent the most honest or was the most honest person, you know, so straightforward. Uh, never had and an issue with them. Is off. Like, it's wow. like a like an A plus student all of his life. I'm sure. I I don't even have to look I look it up. I'm I'm just sure that's that's right. And like now he does this thing where like you know plane tickets aren't cheap right now with everything going on. It's like eight hundred dollars <laughs> to fly. So we had, we had to pay for that. And um, so it's like. So Percy, what the fuck? And then Sam, I don't know if you want to tell the the rest of the story. I'm sorry, repeat that last part, buddy. Oh, uh, buddy, I don't know if you want to repeat that. Um, if, I don't know if you want uh, want to. Oh, tell the last the part of the story. story. With, uh... So yeah, so Percy, we confronted him on the air about being on the ad. Just tried to be like, why didn't you tell us, man? Because we would have been cool with it, dude. If you want to go make some extra money, more power. While to you're you. there, yeah. Yeah, no big deal. But you, you do the job we sent you for. Exactly. But he lied to us. So we confronted yeah. him about it. Uh, actually, here's the ad. 
You can hear it. Summer is a great time for McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. You'll see them everywhere. At the beach. Hey, pass the nuggets. On a picnic. At a party. Uh, anybody got any sweet and sour? Get six for 99 cents. Nuggets at a ball game? Nine for $1.59. Or 20 for two ninety nine. So hurry on down and get in on this summertime McNugget deal. Only at my McDonald's. I know where I'll be eating this summer. So he actually has a speaking role in it. And I think that's why he got paid a little bit more. But it was just crazy. I'm like, right. So we confronted him about it. He threw a tantrum on the air. Uh, he destroyed some of the equipment in the studio. We actually had to get new mics. Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we've never seen them like this. Ever. Ever. Are you stre- are you pressing charges for like loss of equipment or anything like that? I mean, are you guys just gonna let that, it go? He's a friend. We wrestled with that decision for a bit, you know, and it's it's such a so outlandish behavior for him that like like we've known this right. guy for a long time, so it's just like okay, but let's cut him some slack. We don't re- we clearly we don't Maybe know something's going, going on. on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but then something else happened. Um, oh, Percy! Come on. Yeah, uh, buddy. I don't know if you're you, you. You tell the story better than I do. So, well, yeah. So that he was, we suspended him for two weeks for lying to us and for destroying the stuff in the studio. And we said we would kind of regroup in two weeks and see where we stand. Uh, Percy yeah. called and said he. What was it, Sam? That he had a relative die. He oh. yeah. Yeah, um, his uncle in a fishing accident. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's not true, but that's awful convenient and specific. Yeah, you know, it's in it now that I say it in hindsight, it's like, you know, maybe right. I have known a little bit better, but you know, you well, want to, you know, you wanted to you, trust you the guy. Believe yeah. guy. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Man, well. You guys know, I mean, even though I'm not in a band, I've got the inside with the French Quarter uh, music scene big time. I could start off by interviewing bands that work down there and uh, maybe interviewing some busker street street performers and see how you like it and go from there if you want. Um, yeah, um, I, I think there's a little bit more to add on to this story because th- th- this does tie back into Wayland, but then we'd love to hear what everything that you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, uh, let's get back to Wayland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a reason why we're, why we're giving all this backstory and, and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'm so, uh, I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so Wayland, yes. Wayland, uh, Percy called, he told us he left a voicemail on the, stations uh like employee call outline and he said that he yeah he had a fishing accident or something someone died and we we obviously believed him i don't ex- we don't ask anybody to turn in obituaries or anything it, obviously um, not yeah i take yeah. people by their word so then wayland that, that guy that you just talked to that sang you the song he called in and percy was hanging out with him what? Um, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. How does that happen? That had me coming out. That's what the, he was like. He was actually like playing. I don't know. They were playing. So Waylon is Sam. He's what? Like how much is he worth? Oh, I. 
I know the figure, but I don't want to give it out there because a lot, just a lot. He's basically more than, more than, more than me, anyway. <laughs> more than me and you put together. I'll I'll just say that. But, uh, okay, yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, He's like an man. inheritance, an inheritance guy. Like he inherited a ton of money. He's never uh, actually had to. Gotcha. He's never had to like work a day in his life. Like he runs. The, I don't know. There's nothing really more to go into. That's kind of the story. But I mean, if you, right. I don't think That's things it. are going to work out with Percy because Percy's been, we haven't even heard from him, Sam. Yeah. So uh, what I, I was telling yeah. Sydney, no, uh, you know, I would love to be the music person. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. So I, I guess I, I was telling Sydney, like, I think that Waylon's, you know, being a sort of a bad influence on, on Percy, and I don't know where Wayland's head has always been in a weird place. I think he means well, but um, sometimes he rubs people the, the wrong way, you know. Um, but uh, enough about Wayland, I oh, guess. Uh, I got one more question. Yeah, go for it. Do y'all know what kind of drugs he does? Yeah, he oh, does. Yeah. Uh, well, he's met the drugs that he's mentioned on the. He's an alcoholic. He. Uh, He's talked about heroin use. He does LSD. He did that um, song about mushrooms that time. I mean, the guy sings about everything that he does. He has a ton of money, so he gets, I assume he gets pretty high level, pretty high level stuff. High level shit. All right. I just wanted to know. I was kind of always confused. I was like, I wonder if he really does what he sings about. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him. Pretty, I mean, like, so he lives. He his family had this, like, massive, looked like an old school mansion, almost like almost like those, like the Newport Breakers. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, it's like these uh really beautiful buildings, well, and uh, he lives in have- one of those. His family just passed it down. I think both of his parents passed away. They left him, uh. They own a bunch of businesses around here, so he just he lives there. He takes a ton of drugs. He actually donates a lot of money to the show. That's what kind of why we have to tolerate him. But oh. yeah, I gotcha. That like, makes a little more sense then. Like Percy wrecked all those mics last week. Waylon was sent us a, che- a blank check the next day to replace them. That type of thing. Yeah. Wow. How can I not... Why have I... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Sydney. you got this, girl. Go for it. (laughs) I'm just wondering how I've never been lucky enough to be the one that some old man wants to leave their money to. Right? Like, where do I have to sign up? Where? Exactly. Where are these old dudes? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, that's, to be honest, that's kind of why... that's kind of why Sam and I even tolerate him at all. That's why we let him call in and talk to everybody. And he does keep up with the show. He seems to be genuinely interested in what's going on. I mean, his song hit all the points of my last. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm with you guys. Yeah, I mean, he started out with the murder. Hey, guys, the gang's coming out to smoke. Just bought like my grandfather. Know. Bar. Oh, cool. He had just been murdered in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh, I mean, if you don't want to talk about uh, it, you don't have to. I'm sorry. 
Oh, you can you can tell her, Misty. If you want, to, I don't think Sydney. Hey, the phone is going haywire, guys. Yeah. Um, Misty. Yeah, you mean just, I just Misty? Heard all of you talking at once, and it sounded like a robot. Okay, how, how about now? Are we, are we back to? Uh... Yeah, Misty. Can you? Oh, hear oh Misty. Misty? Uh, Misty, you know what might help yeah, if I you turn the. Hey, hey, Misty! Quick thing: if you turned your, if you're able to turn your camera off, that might help uh, the audio. Um, how I did it was: do you have an iPhone? It, I think. There you go. You no, I have a perfect. Uh, Android. Perfect. There you go. Okay, I did it. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. There we go. Um, but no, Sydney. Like I was saying, about four months ago. See, my mom and my dad were total trash drug addicts. You know. Uh, we didn't care about raising kids. My mom uh, worked in bars her whole life. She would drag us around. My grandma would take me to bars to sing with her. Uh, my grandpa owned a bar, which was like the bar in town. But it was also kind of like the dangerous bar in town because mm-hmm. we were the only t- bar that didn't have to close. We stayed open all night. We were really popular. It's been a bar for 80 years. Four months ago, a guy came in while my uncle was alone because uh, of COVID. He hadn't been able to afford to hire bartenders, so he's just working the bar himself. He's in his 80s, uh, and the guy robs. Hello? Uh, Misty, I think we lost you mid- mid-sentence. Sounds like uh, I think, uh, think she's not off of it. Uh, no, she's. But that's oh how, wait, you're back. Uh, we we lost you for about like ten seconds or so. Oh well, I was just saying that's kind of the story of that. That's what I was going through the last time. That sucks. Yeah, it uh, it hurts so bad. It's all right. He survived pancreatic cancer, and all we keep saying is we wish the cancer would have killed him because yeah. you know it has to be scary. No matter he was a brave man, but yeah. no matter how brave you are, when you're on your knees and there's a gun to your head and you know you're not getting out, yeah, that's, uh, he that's had to be scared. Yeah, the guy went on like a three uh, count, three state rampage. He uh, sexually assaulted some poor girl that was working at a gas station. Then he went and robbed a bank, and that's how they caught him. They there was a high speed chase after the bank robbery. So like he just went like a wall. He went nuts. He went nuts, and and it, because of COVID, the case won't even come up you know, in court for two or three years. So we have a long time to wait. And they won't move the guy. Generally, they would hold the guy where the murder happened, but they won't bring him here because my uncle was such a well-loved figure in the town that they know he won't survive the parish jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm doing a lot better with that, though. I mean, it's hard, but... That's that's good to hear, Misty. Um, it's not an easy thing to obviously not an easy thing to get over, but um, 
Um, it, it sounds like you, you've you've come to develop some coping habits on your own. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, I have a little marijuana card, so that helps me cope a lot. Salute. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, it's legal. It's legal in my state now. Oh, we lost her. We lost her. Yeah. She has a terrible. Oh connection. shit! And y'all are getting staticky. Still, we're getting staticky. How about yeah. now? Oh man. I I think it's you, Sam. Re- it's it's me, huh? Shit. Um. Why would I be staticky? It might just be my phone. I'm using my phone, so it's probably. Uh, how does that I, feel? I can hear. How does that I can, feel, it Sam? sounds like. It sounds it, it, it fucking feels great. It sounds like it sounds like you're you're uh you're you're sizzling bacon on on your end. Or I I could hear something uh sizzling bacon. <laughs> oh wait, are we back in action? Yeah, I don't know why I keep getting kicked off. That's all right. We got to do the we got to um do the best with what we've got. I like um, this right though. You like what? I like it better than Skype. Yeah, us us too. This is a yeah. This is a new investment for us, uh, Riverside. We're we're pretty um, you know, and that and that's that hopefully we'll we'll get sponsored with this episode. Hey, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, if there's any episode they can do it, it's the the uh, union of of Sydney and and Misty. Um, I think we're gonna be the power, uh, power duo. Yeah, aren't we? I think we should be. Heck yeah, two guys, so, two <laughs> So so Misty, uh, just, actually, just just to fill you in on, give you a little peek on uh, Sydney's life. Uh, we're gonna be going to her, uh, not her wedding, but her wedding ceremony, um, in a few months. Congratulations, Sydney. Thanks. How do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 22. Oh, it's a cute young wedding. How, how exciting! Am I a baby? Huh? I said, how old is everybody else? Am I just the baby here? I'm 40, so I'm 33. Okay, 32. You are the baby, yes, Sydney. So I am the baby. Oh my God! You guys can all kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Be hey. the old lady on the show, okay? <laughs> this is not Grandma gives advice. <laughs> <laughs> Age is just a number, Misty. That's I don't look forty. That's what I tell myself every morning when I wake up. Twenty-two, <laughs> <laughs> twelve. So, uh, hey, well, hey. I've got twelve-year-old who looks twenty-two. <laughs> hey, Sydney, can you tell? Uh, can you tell Misty how we actually? how we all met um he called into the pet store trying to trade in some guinea pigs for some goldfish and uh my boss was kind of not being the nicest to me and i was really new and he was like who's the dick in the background (laughs) yes ma'am yeah, yeah, no, I did. I did not like how that guy was talking to. We could hear him crystal clear. I didn't say just, anything like how I felt to you because he was standing right behind me, so I was just sitting there. Right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I could tell from your voice. You're just like, yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. and it just it's yeah. So you know, we I don't want to say we felt bad, you know, um, but like we it was just like man, this this dude's a dick. I mean, because we've all had that experience. It's such a common thing where everyone's got that that dick boss to to deal with. So that that really yeah. struck home for uh, Buddy and I. For girls, yeah. uh, they think they can just walk over these younger girls who. who they think don't know anything, but I'll tell you what, I've learned that these younger females are growing up a lot smarter than we did. <laughs> or my 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 age. <laughs> I think you, you you women are amazing. You guys are speaking up for yourselves and doing things that we surely wouldn't have tried. We wouldn't have even tried. <laughs> we were in the generation between the sixties where um, you know, there was lots of protests and then for a while there was not a big culture of protest and now it's back and I I like seeing that. Yeah. I like seeing young people stand up for the America that they want. Yeah, I'm tired of this yeah. by a bunch of old farts that don't contribute anything for the us newer or younger people. Like everything is about them and I'm getting sick of it. Girl and, and- uh, I'm sorry, but but if I is, is did I interrupt you? Oh, no, I was just, you're good. I was just gonna say I was having the same conversation uh, with my dad earlier about uh, uh how like I I don't care who the next president is as long as they're mm-hmm. under the age of of seventy five, please. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, people that are like on the brink of dying that have no like. Why do they keep putting people that have no future in the country in charge of the fucking country? And I'm not saying that like an older person, I I think it should be a case by case basis. I'm not saying an older person can't, can uh, be elected or can't run the country, but I, I, we need to, that can't be all there is. We need to give something else a try because whatever we've been doing isn't working. Yeah. Well, look at all the young guys that Trump brought in. I mean, there were a lot of young guys working for Trump, and no, not much changed as far as you know the old guard of of the of the government. Uh, he had a lot of young advisors. Not I'm. I don't want to be too political or upset anybody. I don't know if they were the best advisors, but he did surround hey, hey. us with a lot of young people. Uh, Misty, quick question. Uh, how long did you say you were in New Orleans for again? Oh, I was born here, uh, but I've only been back here for about, I guess we'd say seven years, probably. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. I, uh, I forgot that you went back and forth. I was trying to remember your, your story. Um, have you, have you noticed like, how has a uh, new Orleans, um, changed? Like what, what's, what does modern new Orleans look like at, compared to, you know, New Orleans back when you were, when you were a kid? Oh, oh, that's kind of cute. There is no modern New Orleans. I mean, we we definitely have the Central Business District, which looks modern, but um, no, New Orleans really hasn't changed much. Um, oh, that's cool. That's how 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 come? Why do you think that it's out of everything that's happened that like it's so like timeless? You know, I don't know. I think it's just the spirit of the city. The spirit of the kind of people who want to come and live in the city, um, you know, we we 
you know, of course we adore our history and we, we don't really like to change things too much. Um, I can say the only major change I've seen, which is, is really sad, is there has been a major uptick in carjackings and shooting. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my parents... Um, uh, sorry, what were you saying? I was just saying it was really bad in, the, in like the 80s and 90s, and then it had gotten cleaned up and was more family-friendly. And I sort of see it turning back towards more dangerous New Orleans than it was in my youth. Hey, uh, we're kind of painting in somber tones here uh, to lighten things up. Maybe uh, if you guys could have written any song in history, you get to take credit for it. You get to perform it. You get to, you get everything, the, the money from that song. What song would you pick? Paint me a Birmingham. Oh, oh shit! Look. Right on the gun. That's okay. a good one. You can, yes. can you guys? Could you do? Can, can someone? Uh, can someone sing a couple uh, bars of it? I, I don't, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I'm not a good singer by any means, Misty. If you know uh, it, go ahead. I know it's, it's like paint me a Birmingham, something th- just the w- uh, make it look just the way. On the edge of town, forge going all the way around. Oh, there we go. Uh, in the front yard swing. No, you got it. You can't sing. It's a very beautiful song. That was awesome, Sydney. You can sing. This pleases the WDUM. That's that's a hard question for me. Uh, because, uh, golly, I don't know. I really like Little Egypt, the original Little Egypt. I can't even remember the name of the band that sang it. Um, almost anything Muddy Waters. Uh, gosh, which song? I'm going to have to think of one that I would say... Oh, my daughter's giving me a little help. <laughs> yeah, she's got a good voice, too. <laughs> oh, thank you. She, she knows it, too. She sings constantly. Um, I think if I was going to take uh, Mother Mary by the Beatles. That's not the name of it, I don't think. But you know the one I'm saying. Hey, Jude. When I find myself in times of trouble, trouble. Mother Mary comforts me. Whispering words of wisdom. Let it go. Yeah, that that would be the one I'd like to pay credit for. Oh, it's uh, let it be. <laughs> I'll let it be. Right. right. Okay. You know what? Shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Missy's like, listen, kid. God, <laughs> I'm the old lady on the show. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's That's funny. I, 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 I was, I, I had a feeling that Sydney was going to have an answer. Like Sydney had an answer fa- way faster than I expected. And I knew M- Misty was going to struggle with that one. Like, oh, yeah. like shit. I think That's exactly how I felt. I, I think I would have written. I'm trying to think because you, you got to think what songs made the most money. You know, ever. Justin Bieber, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that true? <laughs> it probably is. It's got to be true. I mean, it's definitely made a lot. I, I'd be comfortable if I had the money that that song made. No, it's got to be. That. It's got to be a Beatles song or a country. Michael song. Jackson. I bet it's a Michael Jackson song. Thriller. Oh, yeah. Beat it, beat it. Michael Jackson was was known to. I don't. I don't even know who. Who do you think was more famous in their prime, Jackson or the Beatles? Jackson. Uh, Jackson. Really. I don't know. I really weren't, do. weren't the Beatles like at the time kind of the only thing though? Well, the, uh, 